video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. And welcome to episode 125 of the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Craig, Jess and Andy here, as usual, from the lovely Scotland, here to catch you up and react to the latest news in the video game industry. Nintendo's latest release, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, hit 97 on Metacritic, so we'll be discussing that, plus the other games that we have been playing, as well as the latest on the good old Activision and Xbox situ and all the other news from the past week as well. We're also going to be reviewing the latest cinematic gaming movie, Dungeons and Dragons, Honour Among Thieves. So stay tuned for that. And in case you missed it, our first PlayStation-centric podcast dropped last weekend, aptly named Pure Dead PlayStation, featuring Donnie, Ben from Grumpy Gamers, and BMG from the PSM Party podcast. So go give that a listen if you are into that sort of thing and haven't already done so. And last bit of housekeeping... Before we kick things off, um, listener Callum, who's also been on the show, has he? Yes. And writes for the website too. Mm-hmm. Um, he has had an idea that he's hoping to bring to life, which is called Secret Gamer. So it's kind of like Secret Santa. But not at Christmas and with gaming. Yes. So if you're possibly interested in that, Make sure you join the Discord and head to Community Gaming Channel. If you're a act, or if you're a current Discord member and have that channel muted, go look at it. Indeed. <laughs> um, yeah, so hopefully that'll be kicked off soon. All sounds very exciting. Someone will pick a game for you to play, but you won't know who the person is. And you'll have time, and then you it's can report secret. back. It's a secret. It sounds it fun so yeah, that's all from me. How are we? Fabulous. <clears throat> Great as always. Just loving life. I'm oh, loving being here. I've no, uh, I've no put a death wish on anybody. I don't think Steve Dickinson's mm, DJ. No, that's no. not his name, is it? David. I always get his fucking name wrong. Steve Dickinson. Who the fuck, is Steve Dickinson? <laughs> I want to say it's David. Well, Steve Dickinson's deed next week. <laughs> Steve. Hi. <laughs> right, let's not try and kill anyone. Um, we can, we can hope for, we can hope for better than that. Your daughter just went into the toilet with her laptop. A pink laptop? Yeah. Right. It's like a... It's not an actual laptop, just to oh, clarify. Right, right. It's like a, a VTEC okay. number. Because I'd be worried if like, Nathan done that. I'd but equally, like, why is she not? I know, I know what you're doing with that, pal. To be fair, Nathan's only... Aaron, a... I'm not too sure what, what the cause would be for that. Nathan's only a few years off doing that, oh, to be God, fair. Don't oh, I don't know. Don't I don't know. But you'll have to knock before you go in, Jess. Oh. What age is he again? Nine. Nine. Oh, you don't want that to happen, no. do you? No. What, what, age, what age is he? Ten? Nine. 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 Um, I can't remember what age I was when that first started. But I, there was a, a, a research done recently, right? 
that scientists created TikTok accounts and made them the age of 13. And before they'd even like started browsing, how you start browsing, it starts tailoring to sh- what to show you. Mm-hmm. Before they'd even started doing any of that, it was flooded with porn, shit about body dysmorphia, fucking stuff about trans, you know what I mean? And it's like, holy fuck, that's what your kids are getting fucking... Are you... I thought there wasn't allowed to be porn on TikTok, is there? Not porn, porn. Right, like, like that's sh- suggestive. Aye, aye, suggest- like stuff a thirteen-year-old shouldn't be seeing. You know what I mean? Not like fucking aye, bukkake getting all over the face. Or thirteen-year-olds like what's that? <laughs> to be fair, so though, like, like, suggestive stuff. Thirteen-year-olds shouldn't be on TikTok, but they are. Aye, they are, but they're not. It's they're not like in the terms you have to be older than that. Do you know what? Like Facebook, something like sixteen or eighteen or something. Age of consent, sixteen. So I'd assume so. Uh, Aye, sixteen. Like beforehand, I think you've got a a parent's got to like give you permission, and mm. they'll set up with parental controls and maybe or something like that. Yeah, and you really need to. <laughs> so the the switch that I play on, we initially bought for Erin slash slash me. Um, but when I set it up for her to play on it, I set it up with all the parental stuff on yeah. it. So at seven o'clock every night, it goes, ding, ding, time is so up, everything. time is up. And I really just need to turn it off because it's largely me playing it all the time. Um, <laughs> she doesn't really get a look at it anymore, to be honest. Um, so I really need to change that because it's really editing. It comes up and editing. tells me I've played my allowance and, and it's like, bedtime. No, and I'm like, I'm an no, adult. No, no. <laughs> I'm playing on. <laughs> One more dungeon. It is... It just asks you to put in like a sum or something like that, doesn't it? To override it. Uh, there's a like code. Keeps you in your toes. Code linked to my phone. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Or you just ignore it and it goes away. Really? Yeah. Oh. I suppose kids are just too impatient that they would never figure that out. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Speaking of the world being mad though, did you see this thing about the guy that's been on sick leave for 15 years. No. Did you see this article? No. Honest to God, it was shared on the Discord, right? And at first I, I thought it was some sort of fucking joke, right? There's this guy, works for IBM, and he went off on sick leave in 2008. Wow. Right? And he's, it doesn't tell you in the article what's wrong with him. So maybe it is something completely debilitating. But still, he has now taken them to an employment tribunal because he's raging that he hasn't had a pay rise. Oh my god! For doing what? <laughs> you literally know what? They're literally paying you to sit in your ass and you think you're entitled to a pay rise, you fucking smuck. That is unbelievable. The fucking the narciss the level of narcissism involved in that, by the way. Uh. That is unbelievable. And it's not even like he's like a low-ranking employee. So what happened was he'd been off since 2008 and in 2013 he took them to court and was like, I'm not happy about this. I deserve more money. <laughs> I'm not happy sitting my ass all day doing nothing. Aye, so in 2013 he took them to an employment tribunal and was raging because he hadn't had a, a wage increase. And at that point, they did give him some sort of increase. Oh, my God. But agreed that because he'd been off for so long, he would only get three quarters of his wage, which worked out at 54 grand a year, by the way. fuck, man. Yeah, I think it's a different circumstance if you're on minimum wage and the minimum wage has gone up, but he's not. Hmm. Like, he's not. No. (laughs) No, this is a guy who's obviously in a job where you can 
negotiate your wage. Yeah, Aye. it's private sector. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. He, he's agreed 54 grand a year and now another 10 years later he's like ah, he's taking him back to court saying that because inflation's up it's not fair and it's impacting his lifestyle. Well, fucking change your lifestyle, you cunt. <laughs> Honestly, 2008. I was like, I kept looking through this article going, surely it's got to say what's wrong with him. Because oh, like, he must know. We already know what's wrong with him. He's a big, fat, fucking Dorito-eating Dorito slob <laughs> sitting there kidding on, oh, my mental health, my mental health. Fuck off, you fucking snowflake. Get up off your ass and do something. Go up off your ass and exercise and your mental health will be better. Yeah. Does it not make you want to get a job with IBM though and go? Because if they're, if they're letting folk cut the about is, for 15 years on the sick. They've succumbed to them. They've given them precedent. Aye. So the, the court's going to go, well, you've done it before, so they're just oh, going to lost. He lost it. When, well, sorry, he, when I say he lost, he's still got the job and he's still got the 54 grand. Oh my but when God. he went to court, the court did say, eh, no, you're not entitled uh, to more money. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so he's went to the papers he's went to the press to moan about it oh that's probably what's happened get it's him good. sacked see honestly but like see if it was me right and I'd been off and sick for years and years I would be like I think they've forgotten about me I'm never ever going to contact them I, exactly, I'm, I'm never going to contact them I'm never going to make any waves exactly. and I'm just going to hope that they keep paying Pay, me. Exactly, that's what I'd be like. I'd Aye. be like, fucking two years on, I'm sure there's a fucking minimum to this. Aye. Maybe they've just forgot about me. Aye. But I bet you five that paper, right, that, that article, obviously it says all the stuff about him. A man, often is sick for 15 years, a refused pay rise, and he's sitting there with the face all like, sad looking. <laughs> you know that You know that picture when they're all just like, oh, mum lost a dog, and the, and the family's there going... Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's got, I'm just sure he's sitting there on his fucking, fucking leather couch with his ass sticking to it like a big fat slob going, oh. you know what I mean? Feel sorry for me, you fucking prick. I love that we've just, we've just labelled him this absolute human. I said dickhead, right. To be fair, slob. I've just clicked on the article. Is he there? There's his picture. I mean. Look at him. Big fucking and according heads. like that, Aye, but he's not documentary fat. That no, he's not. Well, that's he's got. I mean, he'd like a fucking Kellogg's. When was that picture? He looks shape? like a prick. He um, does look like a prick. Aye. It says he's been medically retired since 2013, according to his LinkedIn profile. <laughs> nice that he updated that. Yeah. See, because he's getting another job. <laughs> and who would I employ him? Desirable. So, can you tell us what you've been doing for, for <laughs> the last year? I have successfully stole a wage since 2008. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal, man. I mean, the good work if you can get it. The reason I'm so annoyed to be honest with you is because he's got away with it, and I'm aye. jealous. Oh, I definitely. You know I mean, but I'll be fair. Like, I'll be honest. Like, you, you kind of like say to yourself, "Aye, that's great sitting at home and that." But really, would like for your for your own mental health, I would want to be doing something productive oh, yeah, for my life. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just sitting in your house is no good for you. No, no but you can do that outside of work. You could take a fifty-four grand and get a gym membership. Aye, but he's not got a fucking gym membership. No, he doesn't. He needs heed. <laughs> no, he definitely doesn't. I'm not saying he's winning at life, but he's winning at uh, he's winning at money. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yes. What else do we have? Oh, free TVs. Free TVs. So again, came from the Discord. Discord's a good place this week. 
there's a new type of TV coming for Samsung, LG, and Vizio, which I've never heard of, and it's going to be completely free. And so it's a TV with another small screen below it that constantly runs ads. So that's what it looks like there. So a TV, and it's almost like and as if it's like right, a, at the bottom. So it's like there's a TV, then there's a gap, and yeah. then it's almost like a. It looks almost like a sound bar. Yeah. But it's running ads constantly. And you will pick up on that. Your subconscious will not look pick up and all that shit. And so if you agree to this, and it, apparently like both have to be turned on at the same time, then you uh-huh. would get. Um, would you do that? Well, that's the thing. Like, so would, would you do it? They are. They also take your data. Con- yeah, I was going to say they're presumably aye, consuming course. all your data, using yeah. all that. So, aye, it's a Could little... you not just put a bit of fucking? I don't know. Aye, well, that's what I was saying. You would, you would just cut over the top of it. Oh, uh-huh, you would just box it in, and you wouldn't have the ads. <laughs> there must be some measure for that. Well, I don't think there is, but I think well, maybe because well, like, a camera, because a camera will know if it's well, aye, they could, they could and do then that. And you can just go boop boop, and it's got an alarm on it that goes aye. boop, and you can't hear the TV. Until if, you take it off. If they had something like that, then I wouldn't do it because I would be too off-put by the moving stuff down below that I would be put off watching the TV. Yeah, because I almost imagine that the way it looks here is like, like you know how you get the stock market is always updating the numbers. Oh, it's, 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 it's like moving, that. aye, aye. It's yeah. constantly moving. As, um, in your home, as your sort of feature TV, I would probably say no, it is an eyesore that you probably don't want. But I don't know if you're a small business or something like that. Like, I don't know if you're like a, a hairdresser or something like that, and you've normally got a TV up, you know. Uh, why not? Like, for something, something like that, that. yeah. yeah definitely. I don't, I, you're right. I don't think I would want it like in your, your living room mm-hmm. as your TV. Yeah. I mean, playing your games and then all you get distracted because you're like, oh, Pizza Hut's doing two for one. You know, and you're like, get killed. And all of a sudden, you're in the fucking sick for 15 years because you're too fat for all the no, like you say, as a main TV, I wouldn't, but as like a as a backup TV, yeah. And I'm sure there'd be ways to cover up part of it at least. Mm. And who's the brand again? It's multiple Sony. brands, it says. Um, Mario, did you say Samsung, Mario? LG and Vizio. Vizio? I've um, never heard of them, but I so apparently this is I, coming. I, I don't know if it's going to be offered to everyone or... What do you got? What's that? What's Samsung. That? I always go for LG myself. Mm. And they've always been really, really good. A TV's a TV, I suppose, isn't it? Uh, I mean, well, now, depending on it, I mean, if, if you're doing proper 4K gaming, there is different uh, HDR up, stuff well, and things like that now. But... My, my TV that's in my games room, I looked up a TV that was good for gaming. Yeah. Because like, that's what it's for. Aye. I don't really watch anything in there. Mm. So I think if you're going to be using it for that you, you would be doing a specific search and reviews for that sort of shit wouldn't you yeah i purchased some new earbuds today mm. um because one year stopped working and it's been annoying me custom pedro pascal ones no no but no. they do thankfully have, not they do some have some sort of dual feature where if you're like it's if you're listening to a podcast you put podcast mode on or bass mode if you're listen up. to tunes yeah mm. like, this is cool because I Makes do sense. do both those things, you know. Oh. You do boogie and get informed. Well, I run, and I need the beat to run. Right. I use like keeping up with all this uh, like AI stuff, like like the amount of AI stuff that's out there now. I love mm-hmm. AI. Yep. Yeah. Like it's fucking insane. Like because like I started following this uh, Instagram account that like basically gives you all these sites and all this stuff for like AI, and it's just like 
like the amount of things that are available now just seems fucking insane. Yeah. And like actually quite scary. We're on mm-hmm. we're on this Discord server where you can go in and you can literally type in make me a and you tell it what you want mm-hmm. and it will design in the space of maybe ten seconds a like work of art based on what you've put. Yes. Yeah, and it just mental. automatically draws it's incredible. So it's mental. Craig texted me earlier and said, What's for dinner? Right. And I'm sick of this in our household I get asked it by the kids I get asked it by him and obviously I'm the planner of these things yes um, so I have made a three week rotating meal plan mm. and I went on did to g- you make or did AI well, make it well this is where I'm going <laughs> AI, AI please make me I did I said she gets AI to do everything now I said, I'm not joking really? write, me a, write me a three week meal plan really? these are the sorts of foods that I'm looking for we don't like these items like I don't like mushrooms and I don't uh, told it and you can just keep refining told it told it everything wow I said make me this and it gave it to me and I said oh better put one takeaway per week in there scribble that out <laughs> fix it um, and then it produced what I wanted and AI then... does not compute <laughs> AI knows AI knows the script <laughs> um, and then literally I said give me the recipes for all these meals that you've made me. Wow. And then I've got my three-week meal plan. And what done. one did you use for that? That uh, chat, chat GPT? Yeah. Is it free? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To a certain extent? No, it's just free. It's free. That one's totally free. There is free. updated plans, I think, but yeah. That's everything you want, eh? So, there we go. Three-week meal plan. If anyone wants a copy, hit me up. That's mental. I'll sell it to you for fiber. You can tell it to do anything. It's insane. Scary insane. It is scary, Yeah. AI, please record the podcast for us this Tuesday. <laughs> and like, just like, we will just like, it will take you all could, out. You could it literally... It will take all out odd recordings and just go... We could literally say, like, we've got like a notes um, document that we mm-hmm. that we sometimes use. Um, but I could literally put that into it and say, write this as a script and it would, for a podcast, and it would do it. Holy it's fuck. It's mad. Actually mad. Oh my God. So I just wrote in, write me a short poem about three podcasters from Scotland called Jess, Andy and Craig in the style of Father Ted. <laughs> Fucking hell, okay. You want me to read this out? Mm-hmm. Okay. In the land of Scotland, three podcasters dwell. Jess, Andy and Craig, their tales they do tell. With humour and wit, they gather around the mic. Their voice is so charming, like a wee dram, just right. Jess, the quick-witted lass with laughter so bright, her banter and jokes a joyous delight. She spins tales of mischief and mischievous plans with a twinkle in her eye and a microphone in her hands. Andy, the thoughtful one, with insights profound, his voice smooth as honey, he never lets us down. He ponders the mysteries of life deep and wide, sharing wisdom and ponderings with wit at his guide. And there's Craig, the jolly Scotsman full of cheer, his accent like like music bringing laughter near with anecdotes aplenty and tales of his past he regales he regales us with stories that make time five last together they gather in a podcasting spree discussing the news the absurd and all that we see their banter like comedy sharp as a thorn each episode a journey a laughter filled morn so tune in dear listener to the scottish trio their podcast a treasure a delightful radio for Jess, Andy and Craig, in the style of Ted, <laughs> bringing laughter and joy, <laughs> they paint words with their thread. Beautiful. Beautiful. That, that did that in literally real time. <laughs> right, that's, that's mental. Taking a picture of that. 
Might just release that poem as like a separate bonus track that anyone wants. It's a wee melody behind it. Well, we should just cut out the thing. I'll do it. I'll fucking write a tune to it. There you go. I'll do it. I'll do it for next week. I'll bring the guitar. We should just cut out the thing about AI. Just said we made that up. Okay. <laughs> 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 Edit that, Jess. <laughs> but yes, AI is fucking mental. To to sum it up. Okay, but we are a gaming podcast, so... Sometimes. Sometimes. Um, so we shall get into games a little bit. So, firstly, rumours of our Gears collection. Yeah, this has come up again, I think, because the Xbox showcase is, is near. And they're talking about... Um, I think Phil Spence on that kind of funny interview did say something about a collection coming. So people have once again sort of jumped to, oh, I think it's going to be Gears. I just... What the fuck? Like, I, I don't understand. And you've been back to these more recently than I have, but all the Gears games are on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. They've all had the FPS boost. And I think they've had some sort of graphical upgrade as well because a lot of the Xbox games get automatic graphics upgrade. Yeah, So what is the fucking point <laughs> in putting out a, like a remastered collection? There's no, because the, no the Gears games are, as are. Are great. On Game Pass, They're fucking are excellent. Spot on. There's no need. I mean, Absolutely no need. if you were going to fully remake them, maybe. There's no need. Honestly, they look amazing. Yeah. So, what's the point in a remastered collection when they're already on Game Pass? So, everybody that's got an Xbox has got them. They already play at 60 frames a second. They yeah. already look great. But every time somebody mentions a collection, everyone's like, I hope it's Gears. I hope it's a Gears collection. Why? What's the fucking point? I think it's like it's it's for Gears Three. I think though it's like Gears Three, Four, Five. Aye, but even Gears Three looks amazing. Aye, well, well, I check. Gears Two has been upgraded to sixty FPS. There you go. Oh, Gears Two is on it as well. Is just Gears maybe just not Gears One's the Ultimate Edition, and that's been upgraded as well. So I just don't fucking see the point. But people are absolutely buzzing and wanting this to happen I'm just like it's just going to be the same fucking game yeah. they could literally just make a launcher that you launch and then you can launch any one of the five games in between it yeah. so close. weird man so weird yeah if you have any further insight as a listener then feel free to share and tell Craig why why it should happen or why I'm right or, well hmm. uh, we got a writing from Couchy who said I love Jedi Survivor and though it was a, thought it was a huge jump in nearly every department compared to Fallen Order outside of performance issues which we've discussed previously and he asks what's the best sequel game you've ever played much love your favourite drunk couchy Metal Gear so Metal Gear 2 aye 100% that's the best sequel you've played oh aye I love Metal Gear and then that one came out and just blew my mind it was so fucking good it was really good but the... right now that's the one that stuck my because I remember when I played it, I stayed up for two days and I was literally seeing spots because <laughs> I was I didn't sleep at all and I was just like filled up with Pepsi, and I was just like, I'm not sleeping. I'm just fucking playing this and just played, played, played. My dad's like, done it, and I was like, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> raging. Like, you have fucking eat. eating as fast as I can, putting a whole gammon steak in my mouth, and chewing it. <laughs> that was a good one, to be fair. Um, best sequels. It's early days, granted. Oh, here we go. But, I mean, Tears of the Kingdom's got to be in the conversation. Maybe, aye. Tears of the Kingdom, was that sort of? Zelda. The Zelda, Zelda. 
course. Uh, a few that I can think of would be Dishonored 2. I love Dishonored 1, but the second one was fucking incredible. So maybe that... Hmm. I don't know. I mean, a sequel. You had time to prepare for this, Craig. Mario, you what, Mario World over Mario 3? No, that Mario was... 3 is the goat. Do you think Mario 3 is better than World on the SNES? I like, I do have a soft spot for Mario 3, aye. So dad, to be fair, but... Um, Mario World was amazing, though. Aye. I'd maybe go Dishonored 2, off the top of my head, but I'd need to think about it more. I did not prep the question, I just pasted it in. <laughs> um, aye, Metal Gear, Tears of the Metal Kingdom, and, and Dishonored 2. If I think anything else, I'll come back next week, though. Okay, thanks. Okay, let's jump ahead to the biggest releases that are coming out this week. We will discuss them all. Um, so first up, Trackmania from Ubisoft came out on Monday, 15th of May on PlayStation, Xbox, as well as Luna, Amazon's game streaming platform. Um, it is a free-to-download track creation racing game. It did launch on PC in February, but the console launch comes with crossplay and cross-progression with PC as well. Looks all right, this. It does. It? It's like a little bit like... I don't know, reminds me of like a Micro Machines in a sort of way, like a modern day version of it almost. Yeah, um, there was there was a game that came out in 2016 called Trackmania Turbo, and okay. it's like a sequel, it's like a free-to-play sequel to that. Okay. And it did pretty well, and it was good. It was a good game. Uh, very, very fast. They actually brought out like a, a VR version of Turbo, and oh my god, I've never felt more ill. Like you just you went in and you just like Were you sitting in the car or were you above? Ah, you were sitting in the car and you just accelerated and it was like in VR a lot of the time like you go a bit slower to account for the fact that you're in VR and you don't want to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this thing just went two hundred mile an hour and it was scary. It was scary how fast you went. But um yeah, I'm I'm kinda interested in trying this, but I think it's it's mostly just like just online, so I don't know how much I'm I mean I'm not gonna fucking sit and play online races or anything. No, but it, it did look cool. Like the, the, it says there's like more than a like a thousand tracks or something like that, and then they create your own bit in the trailer. It like it almost looked a bit like Fall Guys. They had those like kind of I don't know, there's a bit in Fall Guys where there's like round things that you gotta get through and stuff. Ah, right. So I don't know like it, obstacles and stuff. Uh huh. Um cool. So it could be quite fun playing, you know, yeah. with a group of friends or whatever. Maybe check it out. Um, keeping on the, the racing theme, we also have coming out this week, Lego 2K Drive. So this is obviously a Lego-based racing game developed by Visual Concepts and published by 2K. It's coming out May 19th for PC, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation and Xbox. So... It's like a kart racer. Well... Kind of. Kind of, yeah. It does have... I think you've got Mario Kart-style abilities, um... But I think it is like racing, and there's like a story mode and stuff like that. Oh right, okay. Um, I, obviously, like, I saw the trailer, and it was like really customizable because it's Lego. You can fucking yeah. build whatever you want. Like you were like a hot dog one minute, and then you were like a a ferret or something. Aye, like the so next it seems like stuff. you can kind of transform your vehicle as you move via different like ground and terrain and stuff like that. So you can morph from like a. I don't know, off-road quad bike to a boat to a plane kind of thing. Mm. Um, Do they put 2K in everything they make? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? 
Like it was, it seemed alright at first when it was the sports games and it was like NHL 2K16. Like that didn't seem that weird, but now I like it's WWE 2K, it's fucking Lego Drive 2K. But you don't think about it really because you just think that's the name. But when you actually think about it, it's kind of weird. Yeah, like how often is the publisher's name in the title? Yeah, it's never, it's never really, it's never really done. Like it's literally part of the brand yeah. is their studio name. It's yeah. a good point, weird. actually. I've never thought of that, but it is strange. Mm, I don't know. It's mm. kind of weird. Fucking yeah. egomaniacs, you know what I mean? Mm. Narcissists. Yep. Yeah. And, but yeah, the, I think it does look cool. Like, obviously, there was Forza Horizon 4, I believe, had like a Lego expansion, but I think it was just like the cars, whereas this is like the full world and tracks and everything are all made of Lego. Um, some of the re- reviews I read did say it's maybe kind of skewed towards the children's market. You know, if you're an adult racer and you really enjoy Forza, maybe not your cup of tea unless mm. you're a big Lego fan as well. No. Um, and it is also a $60, $60, £60 game. Or like eight, Captain America. eighty four ninety nine for the awesome edition. Fucking hell, 84 yeah. quid yeah. for extra Lego bits. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But everything is you awesome, only, Craig. You only get the four by twos if you get the 84 quid version. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We also have Humanity. Um, it's coming out May 16th and is available day one as part of the PS Plus Extra tier. It's a puzzle game from the creators behind Tetris Effect and Rays Enhanced Games, which explains why it's a little bit odd, and but also kind of quite cool looking at the same time. Um, you play as like a ghosty dog with the power to obviously make your little humans that you've got do your bidding. and the ghost- dog. Goes basically to guide your followers through each map, usually doing stuff like manipulating time and physics to clear a path for them. Very lemming style. Um, we, we saw this at February's PlayStation Showcase, um, so it is VR enabled as well. I played the demo. Yeah. They brought out a demo, I think, in February, and I played it. I, I was surprised, actually. I knew it was coming out this week, and I thought, when I, from what I played in the demo, I was like, it's all right. It's okay. It's fun enough nothing spectacular but then reviews came out yesterday and it's got like an 86 i think it's dropped a wee bit to like 84 now but it's had really high reviews and i'm like i wonder if they held a lot back so like just like in the demo you it was just like sort of the first couple of basic levels and then it really kind of evolves i'm interested to see that like it was cooler in vr to be fair like i thought the graphics were a little bit a little bit rough on just on the flat screen but in vr it looked a bit cooler um, so yeah, but it's part of PS Plus, so maybe check it out. Yep. Um, we also have the Outlast Trials, which releases on PC and early access on May eighteenth. So this is set in the era of the Cold War, um, and human guinea pigs are involuntarily recruited, involuntarily recruited by the good folks at Markov Corporation to test advanced methods of brainwashing and mind control. So it's described as a horror. Co-op multiplayer. Fucking love a co-op. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. I think it's well known that we are the the bastions of co-op. <laughs> yeah. It's a we shame. It. I, like, did you ever play the old Outlast games? Yeah. First-person no. survival horror. Nah, nah, I don't think so. So, I, I totally, I, I had heard about this, but I totally forgot it was even been made or coming out. And I think it's just been dead low key because it's early access, because it's just coming to PC now. But I don't know, it's almost a bit of a shame that it's not getting more buzz because when the first Outlast game came out, like this was one of the the sort of reasons why survival horror games are like big again. 
there hadn't been survival horror games properly for ages. And then Outlast came out, everyone was like, holy shit, this is scary as hell, this is amazing. And then it was one of the, the games that really brought that genre back. Uh, Outlast 2, uh, reviewed pretty well as well, good game. And so uh, it's just a wee bit of a shame to see it come out to a fart in church. But um, <laughs> but uh, hopefully the early access goes well and then when it comes to console. Mm-hmm. Well, that is your lot for this week. Obviously there are more games, but we've chosen not to highlight them. Aye, the other games can fuck off. <laughs> honestly, I just, I mean, if there's anything else that's come out this week and you're considering it, just fuck it right off. <laughs> not having it. Not having it one bit. Um, Don't care how good it is. You may want to pick up, though, our deal of the week. Yeah, I was looking about for deals. Uh, we do have, we do mention this franchise later, and so because of that, I thought it was a good idea to highlight this deal. At the moment on the US PSN store, you can get Mortal Kombat 11 for $4.99. So a cracking deal, even if you are not from those shores. It only takes a couple of minutes to set up a, a PSN account in that region. Very easy. And if you don't have one, I would recommend doing it because you get much better deals on that store than you do on other other regions of the PSN. And yeah, four ninety nine for a cracking game. Okay, thank you very much. Always. Um, so, we thought we'd take a wee trip down memory lane this week to the early days of the internet. And when I say early days, I mean like the 90s. Um, I think it was around before then, like January the 1st, 83 is considered the official birthday of the internet. But we'll stick to the age of Web 2.0. Hmm. Nobody knew anything about the internet until mid nineties. No, yeah, where we when we a time when we surfed the web using Netscape Navigator and when websites were a kaleidoscope of colours and animated gifs and flaming text. Flaming text, yeah, holy shit! Oh, explosions! <laughs> I remember when they got flaming text. That was next gen. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, thanks everyone who wrote in and kind of shared. We'll get to those first, but yeah, what are some of your favourite internet memories, guys? Uh, Netscape, Netscape Navigator, the browser. Mhm. Uh, Netscape Navigator, but like, wh- in terms of like search engines and stuff like that, like I used to dot. Ab- uh, well, see, I never used that one. That was one that I never really That's dabbled that one with. For you? I mean, don't be wrong. Like it was, it was one of the like I used to have all the tabs set up with all the different search engines because back then you used to get so much different results depending on what you <laughs> yeah, used yeah. Um, and it was, well, yeah. I suppose Bing shite still the new so. aye exactly aye. although they're integrating AI so mm-hmm. oh. aye Bing's like got chat GPT was it aye built in so now it's probably better getting better well, plus, plus you getting Microsoft points I'm just saying but the thing is though Google's like you do, you say, let's Google it. It's like a verb. Yeah. It's a verb now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's mad that Go- it's mad that Google were able to do that because there was like I back know. then there was it was always like kind of like going back and forth. What was the best search engine? Like with Excite, Alta Vista, Yahoo. Yeah, they started. Obviously, took them time to Aye. become there. Yeah, definitely. And nineteen ninety eight, Google started. Yeah, it would have been way after that before I entertained it. I would think though, and before it came. A fucking verb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was impressive that they managed that they did manage to do that. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Like early memories of the internet for me. Like, I remember 
so growing up, just me and my mum, she my mum was not particularly like tech savvy. And so we at first never had a computer, but my uncle is a computing teacher. And so I remember it would have been maybe 94, 95, and he came down and he just appeared with a computer. And he was like, the internet is taking over everything. <laughs> you need to have a computer and you need to be online. And we're like, what What the fuck is he talking about? Like, I'd never even heard of the internet. Yeah. And I remember, like, he set it up and I'm like, right, okay. And he's like, ah, you can communicate through the phone. And I was like, I can communicate through the phone now. Uh, <laughs> he's like, I, you can do it with, with words, and I'm like, the fuck would want to do that? What the f- this is this is proper nerd shit. That's what uh, I'm thinking, right? Uh, and he's trying to show me and stuff like. That. And at that point, all pretty much every website was just text based. Like even like the BBC website and stuff like that. Like it barely yeah. had anything by the logo. Like it wasn't like they had like featured images or anything like that. No. Um, and they weren't that great at updating it. And I'm like, I don't know if this is gonna take off. And I remember like telling people at school and stuff like that, and they were like, "What, what the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> I'm like, and I'm like, "Ah, it's this new thing. It's going to take off. Apparently, the internet." And like, even when I was telling people, I'm like, "I feel like such a dick because like my uncle was not the coolest guy. Do you know what I mean?" And but he was obviously extremely right, and yeah. so he set us up with like an email. I remember we had demon demon internet, and uh, set up as mm-hmm. up one email address and. Yeah, just it took forever. It was like a twenty-eight K modem and like it Jesus just you couldn't Christ. you couldn't do anything on it. Like obviously back then, like whenever you connected to the internet, you then couldn't use the phone. Yep. Remember that? And yep. then we the beeps and the screeches mm-hmm. and the then you couldn't get connected and you get bumped off and all that. And also mm-hmm. speakers. So you had speakers in your PC or whatever. Uh-huh. And your desktop. They could predict when a phone call was coming because you could that noise. Uh, it started he... going mad and then you're like ah, some, there's a yeah. mobile or something's going to go off and then it would start ringing yeah, yeah. that's right uh, yeah that's right uh, just the, 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 the waves like, yeah uh, that's right uh, and then uh, MSN Messenger I remember using that all the time oh god that yeah that was an era all the time and I remember once uh, <laughs> I went, was going to my girl in uh, like secondary school uh, and uh this <laughs> is embarrassing actually stuff was going like, stuff was going too fast right, right. so this is the first lassie nearly holding hands no first lassie <laughs> first vagina they'd seen right, right? and it was she just get, woke up in fucking fourth period there you go <laughs> put my hand in here's my vag <laughs> and it was going a bit too fast for me I think I got a bit freaked out right. so I was like ah, I'm getting freaked this is going to end up somewhere and I just wasn't ready because I'm a big fairy right. um, <laughs> <laughs> and I, so I was like, that, I think that's He's never had a problem wanking me off. No. <laughs> <laughs> just for the rec- just for the record. <laughs> well, I was shy back then. No, I'm alright. <laughs> I'll keep it my shell. <laughs> so I think that's the reason why. Like when I look back, it's probably the reason why. Like I broke off where, but how I broke off was we're just about to end for the summer holidays. And I logged on, and she went hiya, and uh, and I just went hiya. I don't think we should go anywhere. And then I logged off for the <laughs> summer. <laughs> That's my job done. She'll have forgot all about that in seven weeks. Appeared offline. The whole fucking summer just went off. See you later. 
Oh, well, that's the thing. Like, you, there was a period of time where you were online or offline. Do you know mm. what I mean? Whereas now you're pretty much always online. And mm. you could go to a, a peer offline. Oh yeah, you could be yeah. sneaky. And then like click online to go. Has she noticed I'm online? Yeah. Notice I'm online. Like, yeah. if you wanted someone to notice you're online, because it would ping up every time you go yeah. offline, online. Yeah. Offline, online. <laughs> notice me. Yeah. <laughs> see, to be fair though, see before then, like the big thing initially for me was Yahoo chat mm. which was just chat rooms yeah chat and it, rooms and it was such a big well aye. basically discord now essentially ah and it was just like a website and you went in and you had like sports and recreation mm-hmm. you had like cooking you had there was like every different section and then you went in and each room only had could only hold like 40 people or something like that so there'd be certain rooms that were full and then you had to go into like a different one you jump about rooms and then ASL. you would, would ASL. aye and it'd just be like oh, ASL. ASL to everybody <laughs> and then like there would be like a general chat but then you could private message people as well and everybody just go about private messaging each other like acting like absolute dicks mm. um like I mean I just like I think back to like those like those Yahoo chat days and you're like I mean what the imagine that was around now like obviously we do have like way more sophisticated versions but I don't know like the internet has evolved to a point where it is like more refined like essentially Twitter is a massive chat room but I don't know I just it was you had to be there during like that Yahoo chat era like it was it was so strange. Like, don't get me wrong, there was people, like, being abusive. There was people being this? inappropriate. But it wasn't like, I don't know, there's some people I follow on Twitter who are females and, like, they're like, honest to God, every day I get a fucking dick sent to me in my DMs. Like this, and it's just so easy to do. Like, mm-hmm. back when this Yahoo chat was a thing, like, back in 1995, like... If you wanted to send a dick pic to somebody, you'd have been quicker getting a fucking disposable camera, taking a picture of your cock, going, getting it fucking developed, <laughs> and then sending it by Royal Mail second class. Yeah. Then try to send it through the internet. You would literally have been faster. Mm-hmm. And so it was so like people who are younger, Gaudi, for example, who listens, younger, like won't even you to maybe a certain degree, mm-hmm. Jess, like it was so interesting watching everybody figure out the internet at the same time and there was a sort of and you're learning how to use it uh but everyone was sort of learning together and so you're in these chat rooms and you were like i don't know there wasn't that it's not that you didn't get into arguments with folk it's not you didn't troll folk i mean i certainly fucking trolled folk but there was i don't know it wasn't the sort of mean-spirited way that Twitter and no, stuff like that can be these days. No, it was different. Right. It was different. And, and may- maybe, I don't know, looking back, I was perhaps just young and naive to the bigger things in the world. But I don't remember coming across or certainly engaging in any sort of, I don't know, negativity, if you know what I mean. I feel like people had conversations and you could be... I don't either. No, but I just don't you had to go looking for it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whereas like, now it's everywhere. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's inescapable now. Yeah. Um... Yeah, definitely. I wasn't big on the chat uh, chat rooms. Oh, I loved it. I was in I wrestling chat rooms all the time. And back then, like, kayfabe was still a thing. 
So, like, I mean, I knew wrestling was fake and everybody did, but, like, it would just be like somebody be like, oh, I heard this is happening. And all of a sudden there's a fucking rumour in the chat room and you're like, oh, my God, Andre's that? not actually dead and he's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that site you always used again? Raja or something? Raja.com for the Raja. Uh, news. That's still going. Yeah, yeah. That's still is a that? news site, aye, aye. I used to use that for all my news. Jesus, that's crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, you got, it's you that got me into it, obviously. Into the internet? Yeah, yeah. I think I did for a lot of people, but I mean, it wasn't yeah. like, it's not like I was some sort of like no, it's cause ahead of the curve person. It was just because, I it was literally aye. because of my uncle. Why? Yeah. Before a lot of folk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know the time frame of it, but like, yeah, my dad, um, because of the nature of his job, was into, introduced to computers, I suppose, maybe earlier than some yeah. others. And so we like, we were fairly up to speed with it, with the newest technology as it kind of came out. But I think that's the thing. I think back then, when you tried to explain the internet to someone who hadn't used it, and it was so rudimentary at the time, mm-hmm. that it did just sound like a pile of shite mm-hmm. and something that you're like, I've got a football, fuck off. Well, like, I've no interest in it. I need that Exactly. You were like, this will never take off. Yeah. I can just go and buy a newspaper the now and all right. this sort of stuff. And like, it just... Back then, that was the quicker way. Because uh-huh. like it would take a fucking yeah. two minutes for the webpage to load up. Exactly, and so like I was like, at first when my uncle was showing it to me, I was like humouring him almost. But then there started to be little things that I was like, mm, actually that mm, that is kind of cool. And so like it just and then like obviously maybe yourself castles like there was stuff when it was like we would be round and we would see some go oh actually actually that is quite cool and then all of a sudden you start yeah. to then go right no i slowly but surely you're like no i need this i need to be involved in this and then it grew obviously like a Aye. fucking snowball i just remember using like napster and all napster that and LimeWire. So. and LimeWire for downloading and then it was so bad for obviously because back then it was like you had to download all your if i wanted an album you had to download mm-hmm. the songs individually and then you start playing and it would go my fellow americans I would once again like to say that I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Aye, aye. It was on like every track. A lot of the time, because people could just or, name the tracks whatever they wanted. Do <laughs> fucking someone like getting rickrolled or something. Aye, Napster. <laughs> Napster was some fucking laugh. I remember as well, like, so round about that time, I think I probably got broadband in maybe like 2001, 2002. So up to then, obviously, it was dial-up. And I was quite lucky, to be fair, because I was so obsessed with internet by about 98, 99, that my mum got a separate phone line put into the house. So there was a separate phone line for the internet. So we could have it connected as much as we wanted. Because, see, at first, when we used internet, you get charged per minute. Mm -hmm. And then after a while, phone companies started offering, you could connect as long as you wanted for free. Like a lot of people won't remember that, but at first, when you connected to the internet, cost per minute. Yeah. Holy fuck. Uh, and we'll so we got that. once we got uh whoever we were with at the time, it was like, oh no, it's free with. I think it was probably BT. It's free with BT, right? Okay, we got a separate phone line, and we could be connected all the time. And so, I remember it took like three, four minutes to download one song, and I remember leaving school as soon as I possibly could I went to college for a year I did computing and at the college they had a strut faster internet and see being able to download like a full album in like five minutes I was like oh my god this is unbelievable and so like I mean I, I ditched the college after a year but the only reason I stayed for the full year was because I had those internet speeds and I was just ripping the 
utter arse out it. Yeah, a comment um, or write in um, from Alan says has to be the OG Napster trying to download rap music and getting multiple versions of Barbie Girl disguised as the new Doctor J album. <laughs> Folk <laughs> would, yeah, read yeah. the files. I remember yeah. Napster at one point they did implement like a rating system. I'm sure it was Napster, unless uh, that came after when it was LimeWire, but it, one of them did. Yeah, it was the green. It had like green bars, and it was like so many, like, and it, you knew it was like. I see, like, I, that one's legit because people have up upvoted that. Yeah. Yes, I, that exactly. was handy because it was totally out of control. Yeah. You were like five downloads before you get the right fucking thing. Yeah, it was annoying. Mm-hmm. It was annoying. Some other write-ins, no name on this one, said, Back in the mid-90s, I'd play a game of clicking a scuddy picture and seeing if I could knock out a wank before it finished loading. (laughs) The youth of today doesn't understand the struggles we went through. Nor nor do I, might I add. Surely that's (laughs) counterproductive, that. So you click on the picture and you're trying to to have a wank before the picture loads. Surely you want the content of the picture. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, back then, you'd I almost you'd, you'd, you'd almost want to play the game where you've got a picture and it slowly starts to delete, and you try and crack one out before it finishes deleting. <laughs> <laughs> not before it loads. <laughs> Fuck's sake! Who did they write? Did they put a name? Like a no, danger no, just as well. Yeah. Aye, <laughs> a danger in there. Yeah, Chris said, <laughs> "Not being ancient like the rest of you lot, rude." My first internet experience was from YouTube. Broadband speeds are as bad as it got for this guy. <laughs> No bother, fuck's sake. ASL Chris. Ah, exactly. (laughs) Fucking Chris here. Certainly not Chris for the Discord, he's old. Yeah. Uh, I mean, YouTube's only been about since 2006. Fuck's sake, that means there's potentially minors listening to this podcast. Yeah. Uh, Again, no name said, I first remember using it to look up football scores. It was no better than Teletext, but I kept getting told it was the future and I wanted something to do on it. That's a little bit similar to my sort of. I mean, I, I probably did look at it for football scores, but like I remember starting to use it for stuff that I could get other places just because I was like, I, I need to be using this or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Flying Tackle just says ASL. That's how you would sum up the early days of internet. That is probably, I don't know, that is one of the most iconic early things in internet, ASL. Isn't it? Do you remember yeah. the dancing baby? Yeah. Yes. I don't uh-huh. even know what it was or like. You downloaded just... it as a screensaver. It was a screensaver. Yeah. And then there was one that peed as well. Aye. I was drunk. Aye. I would like stumble about and pee. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't get away with that these days. That's like a pedophile's wet dream, isn't it? <laughs> no, yeah, that, that was that was one of the first downloadable uh, screensavers, um, was that drunk baby thing. And it was like made through. Like, it was almost like a. Cutscene like it was made through uh, GIF. Aye, but well, it was it was, but it was back when it took ages to download them. But you could download Windows screensavers, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and you would get like I used to. I remember getting to the point where you could make your own screensavers, and I used to make some. There was like apps where you could yeah, make your own yeah. screensavers and stuff like that. Mm. And I remember putting them like up. One of the first to bring it back to gaming a little bit. I don't know if you ever did this, but one of the first sort of like internet games that I ever played it was like a wrestling thing but you could do it with loads it was almost like a Dungeons and Dragons type thing and so I remember it was like you are wrestling Mr. Perfect and it was like what do you do first and there was two links and one was like lock up and one of them was like rake the eyes 
and you click one and then mm. it takes you to a certain page and you go through okay. and then it would be like if you and then at the end if you win or not and then you could go back and try again by choosing other options like uh, so it was just a text-based like wrestling match and it's it's as simple as it sounds, but it was fucking cool. Yeah. And I remember then making my own because, of course, Monkle, being the nerd that he was, was like, you have to have a web page. Yeah, yeah. And so... <laughs> I had a web page. Aye. But it wasn't like Craig.com or anything like that. Like, I can't remember. He set me up like a... I can't even remember what the web page was, but it literally... The web page at first was like a white page and it just said, Craig Donnelly. And it said, hi, I am Craig. I am... 10 years old and I am from Scotland and that was my web page and he's like you've now got a web page male Scotland <laughs> and I'm like Jacket's still up well, that's what I wonder cause, I don't know because my dad I, I bet my like... uncle I would bet my uncle would know the URL at, still yeah. to this day probably and you could saved on a floppy disk you could probably go back to the see the Wayback website <laughs> that's in fact we should mention that what's the, that the Wayback website I can't remember the exact URL for it, but so you go to this website and you can type in like bbc.com and then you can get a snapshot of that website from like any time in history. So you you can like click on it and you can go, I want to see what that, I want to see that webpage, bbc.com, I want to see it on the 3rd of January 1997. And it'll show you, honestly, it'll show you what the website looks like. Fuck off. So you can actually see what the internet was like back then web.archive.org is that it? I think so I thought it was called Wayback something there's maybe a couple of them but it's literally got like so if you had a web page if you know what the URL was and you have a web page from fucking 20 years ago you can literally go in and look at it it's mad that's cool so yeah yeah. I'd recommend checking that out that's your takeaway go and have some fun with that have we got a takeaway? no come on no chat GP scheduled that in for Friday Friday? This is only Tuesday? That's days away. (sighs) Treated like an animal in this place. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about what we've been playing. Can I go first? Because I'm super excited to talk about uh, Legend of the of the Kingdom. (laughs) Yes, you can go first. Yeah, thanks. I love it. Do you? I've not noticed. I've not noticed at all. You've you've had that really well. You and the boy. Yeah, so yeah, it came out on Friday. Didn't get to deliver till half past six, which was a wee bit annoying oh, on the day of day. release. They were both raging. Because <laughs> no. I picked Nathan up from school at three o'clock and he's like, has it been delivered? And I'm like, no, scheduled for half six to half seven. Mm. <laughs> so we're going to be fighting now who's playing it. Uh, you were hoping it was going to arrive before he came back from school so yeah. that you could get a couple, a couple hours in. A couple hours at least, yeah. yeah. Such luck, um, but yeah, he we, was waiting at the door to nick the the cartridge as soon as it came in. Yeah, we've got a wee system on the go, though it's all good. We've been sharing it, um, you know. Are you actually tempted to just buy another copy? I mean, yeah, it is. Right. Well, he's the what he's got fifty pound um, eShop credit, but he's. I'm like, why don't Nick you just? Awful. Why don't you just buy it? <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, no. Why don't you just buy it with your money, son? <laughs> see, honestly, see the way the see the see the way the two of them have been going on. I've been tempted to buy a switch and buy a copy so I can play it because I would genuinely quite like a shot of it, but I can't even need it. No, you're third. You're third down the peg. Oh God, he's so Nathan's <clears throat> on it until like seven o'clock at night, and then Jess is on it until midnight every night so far since release. Did you ask the? Chat GPT to set up a fucking schedule. <laughs> no, but I should. <laughs> Probably um, wouldn't be favourable to her. Yeah, but yeah, it's just 
I don't know, I, when the review scores came out, it's sitting at like a 97, and I'm thinking, this was before I'd played it, and I was like, I d- it's, from everything that I've seen, it's essentially just the same game, but mm. a new story, and so I was a bit perplexed at how is this doing so, so well, better, yeah. but now that I'm probably about 20 hours in, I, I understand, like, <clears throat> it's just, it feels limitless in so many ways like mm. it's it's an open world so there's like an endless amount of things to do but it just feels like you can just i don't know do anything that you want and do it in your own way and i think right. that's what i what's kind of hooked me in so yeah. you've got four new abilities um so you had in breath of the wild there was like your runes that you had and they've kind of all gone but you've got four new abilities so there's mm. fuse um which can build things together right so i've seen this have mm-hmm. you have you seen any of this stuff no nah. so people have been making uh large scale humans with cock rockets <laughs> and then setting them on fire and stuff like that and watching the cock explode and stuff and shoot fire out and stuff right so what are you talking about <laughs> i'll show you i'm back on tiktok and I put it on TikTok and it said lots of views. Oh, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck? So that's just something that someone created out of wood. How appropriate. Yep. And then it like explodes. Right. Okay. So there's been lots of different stuff like you can make mechs and stuff like that. But like, so this is one question I have for you, right? Mm-hmm. Is it's obviously a pretty serious game. Fairly serious, right? Okay, yeah. Does the fact that I know you haven't been, or I assume you haven't been, you're far too highbrow for that. But does the fact that everybody's running about making fucking cock boats and making giant pissing robots and stuff like that, does that take away a little bit of the seriousness from the game? Or well, like, do you get to see that though? No, no, but you must see it as soon as you go online. I mean, that video is everywhere. We don't get to see it in your gaming experience. Though. I know. I, I suppose like it, it's not necessarily for you, but like because I know you wouldn't do that, so it's not necessarily for you. But I, I wonder if that is taken away. Like obviously Nintendo have done it so that people not can create rockets. Just <laughs> people have done it so that folk can create whatever they want. But obviously it's the fucking internet, and what they're going to do is make cocks. It's just what they're going to do. And I wonder if there is people it's that are the like... the first thought ever, ever, ever has exactly. been a new thing. Can I make a cock at this? Aye. And so, like, I wonder <laughs> if there is a sort of, like... I don't know. It's taken the sort of seriousness out of the game a bit that you can just do shit like this. No, no? not at all for me. Because I think that's the fun of it. Like, I can be creative with the game. Like, my first thought is not to make a cock. But equally, I'm like, oh, what could I build? <laughs> yeah. And, like... Because it's, like, a, a vast world with, like, mountains and, you know, water areas and stuff like that. Like, sometimes you're trying to get from A to B. So there was, like, a bit where um, you had to get from where you were on to an island to do one right. of the shrines. And I don't have the ability to just walk across there. It's too far. You can't swim far enough. So you, ha- you can be creative with the resources you've got and find your own way. And everyone will do it different. Like, mm. you could get some wood, make a bridge. You could gather some materials to make a boat you could get hot air balloon you could you know you can you can fuse all these different right, objects right. together and do it whatever way you want and i think that's what i don't know i just find so captivating and i, I love being creative with the game mm-hmm. as i say mm-hmm. i'm not making cocks but 
you can you can do yeah. whatever you want and i just yeah. feel like that's what makes it like that limitless kind of thing mm. like there's just it's just endless possibilities of how you can play it and what you can do that i think just i don't know why why it's so appealing um so also you'd said at first like about how it's you thought what's different in this game is it the same map yes but right so it's the same hyrule um if you've played breath of the wild you'll see a lot of the same kind of points of interest so like zura's domain rito's village but so having played breath of the wild so recently like you felt quite at home in this well no because i'm not i don't want to go into kind of story spoilers Uh um i think what's been shared in the kind of trailers i'll be okay to talk about but like there's been this upheaval and so yes the points of interest are there in the map is largely the same but what makes it interesting and fun is like everything's kind of progressed in some shape or form in some mm-hmm. way ah, so it feels more um, lived in not necessarily more lived in but like there's just bits have changed elements have occurred right there's holes in the ground okay like if you've seen any of the, the footage like hyrule castle is i played fortnite raising risen up on the ground and stuff because of this upheaval which okay. is part of the story um so it's the same but different there's the inclusion of sky islands which is so you've got your surface level map and then there's another map that's in the sky now which uh-huh. was never there before um again little spoiler warning skip forward 30 seconds if you want to not be aware of something else I'm going to talk about which hasn't been mentioned in trailers but okay. you'll probably know what I'm talking about if you have started playing it already um, so yeah skip forward now um, but below the surface level there's the depths right. um, and Nintendo actually did well to not mention anything about this even to like reviewers that got to play like in advance and things okay. um, so there's essentially another map below the surface level map which is the size of the surface level oh, map wow. okay. so yeah when I was saying that I'm like, how has this scored so high? Like, what, mm. you know, if they've essentially just done the same thing, they've actually added so much more. And it's not just in the map, it's everything else as well. Mm. So, you know, there's. It does sound like they've went over and above. Yeah, they have. Well, um, pro- because they've probably used the, the bones of the first uh-huh. game and, like you said, changed it a wee bit. But they've had all this time that they didn't need to spend making a new world. They've made the underground exactly. world. And went, well, might as well make that. We'll get the time to do it. Enhance everything. Fair play, because they could probably get away without it as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think, like, I don't know, they've probably addressed some of maybe the critiques of Breath of the Wild. So, like, mm. I know, like, weapon durability, for example, was a thing that maybe frustrated people. Your weapon breaks after so many uses. Yeah, yeah. But with this fusability, they've written that in in such a way that you can literally take any objects and make your weapon good right um so you don't need necessarily a higher spec weapon you can craft that with the resources that you've found as you've gone about the world um same with your arrows so before you had you had to like collect or buy fire arrows ice arrows but again you've got resources that you can just create these as you wish um much of the cooking's the same, but also there's new recipes. You've got your Korok seeds as well. My horses were there. That was a lovely touch. So my horses from Breath of the Wild were already in my stables. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, hi, pal. Like, didn't know you were going to be here. 
So that's quite cool. So it's obviously access well, your save. You bond, you bond with your horse that you ride along. Well, I was like in Red Dead. I remember losing a horse in Red Dead and pretty gutted. Oh, that's right, because that was a mechanic. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, so that was a lovely touch. Um, the characters as well. Some of them have you know appear in this one as well, which again, it's just a nice little addition. Um, but yeah, like as I say. I'm only 20 hours in, but I can see me putting a lot of time into this. Um, so you're nowhere near done? No. What's the performance like? Does it run well? For me, I've the not Switch had is a any, fucking potato, let's I've, be honest. I've not had any issues. I'm playing on a Switch Lite as well. Um, right. So, I mean, I'm talking about fusing stuff together. Like, I've had nine or ten items together on something and been in combat and it's not it's it's, it's handling it down. it's handling what i'm doing i think maybe there was one time where i was like jumping out the sky and it kind of takes a bit to load but even then the um ah, so the loading times are quite hefty i wouldn't say that but are you, get, are you getting like any stuttering or like slow down or no really and like, like i say like even the draw distance the draw distance falling out the sky has been fine like i don't know i would say visually it's not a step forward that's probably one thing it, uh, it looks the same as breath of the mm-hmm. wild it's maybe graphically updated a little bit but not but i think that's the thing like i think even when breath of the wild came out like it was it was probably doing as much as the switch could do mm-hmm. like the switch isn't even as powerful as a playstation 4 or an xbox one does it need to do much more for a zelda game though probably not no, no. like it's i mean that's about and then there's no, no graphic fidelity is no why you play a zelda game no no and see to be fair like watching them play it it, it still looks pretty beautiful like see the sort yeah. of cell shading and stuff like that like i just i, I think it's a really nice art style like it doesn't yeah. look bad by any means no. um but yeah well, I, I you know what I, I feel like it's got to be in the game of the year contender um i'd be stunned if i didn't beat it because Aye. it's just like i say like at first i'm like oh wow why is it scored so highly but you can just see the what they've put into it and I'm I'm still very early days in the game, so uh, by all accounts, the the story's meant to be much better, mm. and lots of other things that I've not even uncovered yet. Do you think so. you would like it to have voice acting, or do you like the fact that it's mm. like every now and again you just goes and then you just read? <laughs> yeah, that's I, kind of the way it is, isn't it? Yeah, like, a, there is a little bit of voice acting. There is a little bit, like in cutscenes, and some of the characters will say stuff to you. But yeah, you're like, I don't know, I'm quite a quick reader, so I'm like, e- 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 e, like mm. skim reading it to get on to the next bit. Yeah. Um, a lot of the time. So if it did voice act, it'd probably take much longer. Which sometimes you you're not. Would be more captivated if it was done in mm. more like a, a more cinematic way. Does it need? No, it? I don't think it Doesn't needs it, need it because, again, there's you know the the characters dotted about like you don't have some of them you don't have to go and talk to but like i like to because i'm like oh what are you up to like uh, and, yeah, um, same, yeah. and so you you consume what they're saying mm-hmm. via what you've written yes i yeah. don't i don't see it being an issue yeah. cool mm. i'm really intrigued like it's the problem is that the moment will pass before i get a shot of it like the two of you are going to be on it for 
I would reckon oh, probably the next two. two months. Yeah. And some of that point, the moment will have passed. Like, I, I, you'll have moved on. Aye. You'll I'm, be playing your Euro I, games. Like, I genuinely did look and was like, how much are second-hand <laughs> Switch lights? And I was you'll, like, you'll be playing fucking Wanted, Dead or Alive again. <laughs> I was like, yeah, £100, £130, that's not bad. I could maybe do that. And yeah. then, uh, but I'm not going to. I think um, compared to Breath of the Wild as well, <laughs> like... I feel like I'm probably going to play this a little bit differently because mm. I did sort of go for the main story quest, whereas I want to consume everything in this world. Yeah. And so, um, like, you go to a tower to kind of unlock a new map area, but I'm I'm not doing that until I feel like I've consumed everything uh-huh. in the area that yeah. I've already unlocked. Um, sometimes you kind of need to for the for yeah. bits and pieces, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's So I feel like I'm going to be much longer on this than Breath of the Wild. Aye, but you wanted to get through Breath of the Wild to get to this, yeah. whereas now you can just sit back and enjoy it. Time. I mean, you're not going to get another Zelda for another six or seven no. years, so no. enjoy it. Yeah. Take your time, Because <laughs> you'll be fucking waiting for the next one. <laughs> Hopefully the next one's in fucking more powerful hardware, right enough. Uh, yes. <laughs> Stopping the Switch. Imagine. <laughs> It's like we don't give a fuck. Not until we're the number one selling console. <laughs> we're not. We're not fucking budging. Um, what have I played? Um, not too much actually. Just a little bit more dying light. To uh, fucking hell, see this? Those games, Dead Island. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Holy fuck! It's impossible. It's not, you just... You said it right though, it's Dying Light you're playing, isn't it? No, it's Dead Island. <laughs> oh, is it? Right. Oh my God. <laughs> You've done it as well multiple times, it's oh, fucking no. impossible. Dead Island 2. Uh, yeah, I thought I would be finished with it by now. I am quite near the end, but it's just... Seems you're not very good at it, you keep getting annoyed. Oh my God, man. <laughs> it's like... Really? So... I, like, I love the game. I still... I, I like the game as much as I did last week. Like it's it's really really good, but it's not fucking easy. It's really not. And like, you want it to be easy. You that no, but you sometimes you die and you're just like, that fucking hell. Down. Like you die so quickly. It's not like they have to like take a massive chunk out of you. Like they they'll lunge at you, and if they make contact with you three times, you're dead. You are fucking dead. And you do get health packs and stuff like that, but like I don't know, it's so easy to get overwhelmed. Like the bit I'm at just now, no spoilers obviously, but I have to open this door. And when I open this door, about ten zombies lunge out, including three that are larger and take a lot to kill. And sometimes one hit from one of them will kill you. And you can be five minutes on the on the attack before you could take out those ten enemies. And so to stop yourself getting hit, it's it's so difficult sometimes. And what I did find out, so at the beginning of the game, you can choose between six characters. Turns out that the character I chose starts with the lowest health of anyone. So each of them, they've got different perks. Right. right? And I think I maybe went for the one that had the most brute force or something. Um, or the best agility or whatever it is but he's got, he, I found out yesterday because I was looking up going is there some way you can upgrade your health and I've missed this or something mm. and it was like no you can't upgrade your health also Bruno has the lowest health I'm like motherfucker <laughs> fuck you Bruno we don't talk about we him. don't talk about Bruno and so <laughs> yeah it, but one thing that's quite annoying is that like I don't mind look dying and then going right I'll have another go I'll have another go like this happens in games all the time right and 
the checkpointing system's really good. So when you die, you start back very close to where you need to be. So that's great. But what it does do is anything you used before you die, that's all still gone. So, say, like, last night, I was at this bit, it's really tough, so I went and I fabricated med kits, the most you can hold is five, and I got, I've now got, got, only in the second half of the game you get guns, up until then it's just melee, so I got myself some more, I stocked up an ammo, and I repaired my weapons, because they do degrade, and I'm like, right, I'm ready. So then I go in, and I try and fucking beat these folk, I almost do it, but I die just towards the end. When it restarts me, I've only got... Because I used three med kits before I died, it restarts me, I've only got two med kits, half my weapons are fucked, I've only got four bullets left. And you're like, fuck's sake. So each time you die, it then becomes more difficult because anything you used up before you die is fucking still gone. Can you not manually save and reload? Possibly, but it, it constantly auto-saves, so it'd be very difficult. No, in fact, there's no manual saving. So it just cost, constantly auto-saves over the top. Mm. So it becomes more difficult every time you die. Like, because then after the second time I die, and you're literally going in with like a fucking upgraded spanner mm. that's half fucked and you've got no fucking med kits, you've got no ammo, but the, the enemy still have max health again. So yeah. it, it, it does become pretty difficult. But no, I'm still enjoying it. And I checked like a Let's Play thing. I'm, I've only got like two hours left. I'm pretty near the end. Uh, but yeah, still enjoying it aside from that. The game I put the most time into this week, I said I'd play a retro game each week, and I did. It's Wet from 2009, which I've spoke about before, uh, my love for it, and I still... like it's, it's a game I hadn't played in seven, eight years, but I still really enjoy it. It's all based around bullet time, which I fucking love. Uh, I've always loved it. So I it's like not know that. <laughs> So it's a third-person shooter slash slasher. Uh, and it's got a grindhouse aesthetic. It's like a mix of Max Payne and a Quentin Tarantino film. It's really stylish, really cool. The Unlike like Max Payne, where they like limit the amount of bullet time you've got, and this, they do not. Every time you slide, every time you jump, every time you wall run, you get slow-mo. And it's just so much fun. Like The performance of it's not great. It's 30 frames a second on a good moment. Is this PS3 you're playing that on? Aye. And then it drops. You can only play it on PS3 and 360. Like, it was never ported to anything else. It never came to PCs. You can't even play it in a better, like, a better state on there. It was made by, um, well, it was published by Bethesda, but it's never been brought to to newer consoles or anything like that. It was just sort of left. Like, it got sort of sevens out of ten, and it sold all right, but not enough to merit a... Well, Merit them falling through a sequel. They did announce one and then it got, uh, it got abandoned the year after. But um, yeah, it's just, I, I really like it. Like, it, it only, it does one thing and does it really well. Like, the story's quite cool, but then you end up in these arenas constantly where there's like doors that enemies just keep spawning through. And so you have to take out the enemies as stylishly as you can and you have to hit this, the lever to stop the spawn doors from opening so that you can stop more enemies appearing. And until you do that, you're just sort of stuck uh, taking on waves of enemies. And that's it's sort of rinse and repeat from that. But I just, I really like it. The main character, Ruby's really cool. She's a bit of a badass. Um, and yeah, I just really enjoy it. But it does have a lot of shortcomings. Like the graphics, even for the time, are not great. I was giving the game quite a lot of slack. But then 
I realised that it came out the same year as Batman Arkham Asylum, and I'm like, right, that game looks good to this day. This game does not. And obviously it doesn't run massively well either. But one thing I found interesting when I was looking up, just a bit of, a bit of stats on this game. So it's made by a team called... Or they were, were sorry, called at the time Artificial Mind and Movement. They're now called Behaviour Interactive. So they started making games in 2000, right? That was when they developed their first game. WET came out in 2009. When WET came out in 2009, that was their 54th game. They had developed 54 games... Between 2000 and 2009? In nine years. Wow. 54 games. And are any of the other games not Not all console games. A lot of them is mobile stuff, but fuck me the rate this team puts out games. At this point, they've now put out 97 games... And they've got at least a couple more in production just now to get. They'll they'll be at a hundred probably by the end of the year, if not next year. Um, but some of the stuff like I don't know. I was just like, they obviously just like like see this game. It's very I don't know. It's very sexualized. It's very graphic. It's very like it's it's not. It's an eighteen. It's a proper fucking eighteen. And you would think that that's maybe their style, but this obviously came out of nowhere because all the other games that were releasing around about this time was stuff like Ice Age, Dawn of the Dinosaurs, Kung Fu Panda, Lord of the Rings, High School Musical. <laughs> this is all the games they were making. And then they randomly just went, let's make the goriest game we possibly can. They needed to rebel. They needed to get out of the system. So much kiddie shit. They're just like, oh, I need fucking some blood. <laughs> it must have been because it's mad. Like, honestly, the game is seriously gory. Mm. That's one of the reasons I love it. Like, but all around it, they were just making these fucking yeah. Disney games. They felt so repressed. High School Musical, and then Wet. Mm. But yeah, anyway, I'm I'm going to play it through. It's a short game. You can get through it in five hours. I'm probably the guts are halfway through it just now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna finish that. Um, been playing more Walkabout Mini Golf on PSVR two. Fucking love it. The only issue I have is the PSVR two. Like. I don't know if there's maybe like anything with my headset that's maybe I, I need to go through the settings again or something like I've spoke before about how I don't find it particularly comfortable. But the other issue I have is, granted the light in our living room is not brilliant, but although it doesn't use the camera anymore, it does need a certain amount of light in the room mm-hmm. to work properly. And even when we've got our big light on, when I'm using the PSVR... When I'm using the PSVR 2, like, at certain times, it just starts jumping about and it thinks I'm out of the boundaries and it fucking jumps in and out of the game and it's so frustrating. And I was starting to think, like, has the, like, has one of the kids dropped this fucking headset when I've not been about or something like that? But when I was off last week, I thought, right, I'm just going to make sure that there's enough light in the room. And so what I did was, like, in our living room we have a massive window that looks out onto the street and I thought fuck it I don't care I'll have the window right up and I'll play around but obviously MD walking by the street would know that I'm a fucking dickhead and I'm walking about the living room with a VR helmet in my head Yeah. but it worked perfectly so I'm going to have to address the light situation do you want me to get some super bulbs aye get some better bulbs that thing you put in the hall 
That's like a floodlight. That's a hundred ball boy. Yeah. Jesus, man, it looks like you're in a football stadium or something. <laughs> uh, and the only other thing I played was a little bit of a new free-to-play pool game called Pool Blitz, which is a mobile port over onto consoles. And it's quite fun. Like, the gameplay in it's pretty good if you like pool, but it's very mobile. Like, it's got... When you win stuff, you get, like, a chest. And the chest, like... Like, I went through the tutorial, and then it fucking popped open a chest and gave me a hundred coins, seven gems, and a slightly better queue. And I was like, fuck me, man, I can't deal with this shit. So it's free and it's good, but I would instead go for the likes of Pure Pool or Snooker 19, which you can just play the old-fashioned way. The old-fashioned way. That's me. You played that this weekend? No. No, nothing much. But game back, of life. Back to FIFA a wee bit, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> FIFA will be no more, just directly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's move on to the news then. News, news, I was believing the news. We are bringing you the news with your digging team. Which we should probably be opening with Activision slash Xbox update, but sack that. Um, instead, we're going for AEW Fight Forever, which could be closer than we thought. Um, so on Monday night, I believe, achievements for the game went live on Exophase, which suggests that the game is imminent. Hopefully, if you're a listener, you might know. Well, you are a listener because you're listening, but you might know more than we do by this point. Yeah, also, as of this recording on Tuesday, you can download the game to console via the app. Uh, apparently it's 17 gig, so it's got... I mean, there's nothing yet about a release date, there's nothing about anything, but if the achievements are live and you can now download the game to your console, it must be coming very, very soon. So I would say it's it's definitely time to get excited. Um I still, don't be wrong, I still think it could potentially be like maybe a month out or something like that, but mm. it's coming soon. It could be as early as fucking tomorrow or it could be as late as, it's no, going to be no later than I would say July at this point. Mm. Cool. And sticking with wrestling because Greg loves it so much, WrestleQuest, delayed. Yeah. yeah. So publisher Skybound tweeted out a message from the developer stating that the game has now been moved to summer release window with a date coming later this month. This statement also says, quote, the added time has allowed us to go back to our wish list and add in new and improved features like an entirely redone UI, accessibility options, a fully updated world map, enhanced visuals, more sweat and a gorilla press quantity of game balancing. With 50 plus hours of gameplay content, it's something that we are incredibly proud of. I'm looking forward to this game. I really loved the demo we played last year. Uh, I don't usually like turn-based games, but they've done the wrestling part of it really fucking well. And it's got a lot of like legendary wrestlers in it. It's just, it's a very, very cool game. The only thing that put a bit of a downer on it was when they said 50 plus hours of gameplay. I'm like, I don't need that. Like, I hope this was like a 15 hour thing. I didn't, I didn't want 50 hours of gameplay. 
I want a tighter experience. I don't want to be fucking <laughs> playing this thing forever. Like, I'd rather we got it last year and it was half the fucking length. But, um, yeah, so they've said that by the end of the month they'll have a firm release date and it's coming this summer, so not long to wait. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, and a story that does not want to disappear but was at least bumped to number three on our running order, the EU has approved the Microsoft slash Activision deal. Yeah, that's literally all we put down for this because I just can't be fucked. It's just, it never stops, man. And because of this, it's never going to stop because the mm. EU has approved it. Yeah. And so it's just going to rage on for a, a decent amount of time this now. And it's still, I think, the way analysts are talking are that it's still sort of less than 50% that it'll go through. But I, I don't know. I'm sticking with my gut. I always said I thought it would go through. I still sort of feel that somehow it will. Mm. I think I could see the CMA maybe being pressured into changing their mind, and that, but that's not coming from a, a place of knowledge. That's just coming from me talking at Mars, basically. Mm. But um, it was certainly a... The Xbox fanboys on Twitter were fucking loving life yesterday when that got announced. Mm. Loving life. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it progresses. Indeed. Um, according to a new rumour, Capcom's long dormant Dead Rising franchise might be returning from the grave for a reboot. So released in 2006 for the Xbox 360, the original Dead Rising was one of the first true displays of the seventh console generation's technical prowess, pitting players against a massive horde of zombies in an open world setting. As hard-hitting journalist Frank West, players had to fend off the undead with a wide array of improvised weapons as they raced against the clock to uncover the truth behind a zombie outbreak at the fictional Willamette Park View Mall. That's all we need is another dead something game to get confused with the name. It's just you that gets confused. <laughs> I know it's just me, but still. I know. I, I love Dead I Rising. Do, I the, do. So we soft spot in my heart. I, the first Dead Rising game was cool as fuck, and I feel like if they were to if they are remaking it, which it sounds like they are, like in this sort of technology, it would they could really do something with it because they had. I mean, they had zombie hordes. They had. You, you could like mow them all over with like lawnmowers and stuff like mm. that. Like it was daft, it was over the top, but it was really cool. And I liked the time mechanic, which I usually hate in games, but it worked really well in this game. And so I really hope they are remaking it. There hasn't been a game from this studio since 2017. So if they are remaking it, they could potentially be pretty far down the line with it as well, which is cool. Um, Don't know that we get it this year, but I hopefully yeah. we'll get it in the, the near future anyway. And also, according to gaming super sleuth Tom Henderson, Assassin's Creed Mirage has been internally delayed from August to October. In the same article, Tom also states that the Assassin's Creed VR game has been pushed back a few months as well, although he doesn't mention from or to when, which would have been useful. Um, expected to hear more about this at the Ubisoft Forward event on June 12th um, and on Tuesday... The French developer also stated that they'd be releasing the following titles before the end of this fiscal year. So Assassin's Creed Mirage, Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, 
Rainbow Six Mobile, Skull and Bones, lol. The Crew, Motorfest, The Division, Resurgence, X Define, and finally, quote, another large game. It's like the Ubisoft formula, a large game. <laughs> Fuck's mm. sake. So the end of this fiscal year is what? March, April? Aye, they're going to release all this before of, the end of March next, next year. year. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of games. Mm-hmm. That's why. That's why I was kind of doing the math in my head there, going, "That's quite a lot." I don't care about them. many of them apart from Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed Mirage, though. Like uh, that looks cool, old style Assassin's Creed. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I mean, if it's delayed, hopefully it's is only a couple of months. Yeah. They also there was a thing today where they did some sort of like update, and they said that currently there's two thousand developers working on Assassin's Creed games, but that they hope to up that to two thousand eight hundred over the next year. Fucking hell! It's a lot of folk in it. What than Assassin's Creed? I mean, I love Assassin's Creed. Like, bad in like get the games out, but that's a lot. Two thousand people working on Assassin's Creed, and they want to fucking up it. Fair enough. Uh, but I, we'll see how it goes. That Avatar game looks like it's dead on arrival. It looks shit. A first-person Avatar game. How did the second one review like the film? Yeah, oh, I've no, I've no, nah. no notion to watch that. I'm shit. the same. I, it, on IMDb, it's got a fairly high rating, but every single person it. I know that saw it was like, I didn't like it. Can't be fucked with that shit. Nah, just, I don't care about really the Nevada or something. Like that. I fucking don't care. And we've got a film coming story. out every year for the next four years as well because they filmed them all back to back. They've got another two of them already filmed. I think. Okay. Aye, the, the moment came and went with mm. the first film that was a disappointment. <laughs> Yeah, okay, next up, in the most Xbox move ever, Mortal Kombat appears to be saying to hell with numbering conventions and restarting the whole damn thing. So on May 10th, Ed Boon, the co-creator of the long-running franchise, uploaded a mysterious video on his Twitter account with the hashtag Mortal Kombat, and it showed like a clock moving forward in time, stopping at 11, before then skipping to 1. So, Foco kind of said this video was hinting that the next entry in the Mortal Kombat series wouldn't be Mortal Kombat 12, but perhaps a reboot. remake of the original Mortal Kombat or possibly a reboot of the series. Um, but not long after, um, noted Twitter leakster Bill Bilkin. Bill Bilkin, I think. Uh... Bill Bilkin, I think, yeah. Um, revealed the game's name, which hints that the next Mortal Kombat title will indeed be a reboot of the series. So the <sighs> And this has since been verified by multiple outlets stating that a reveal is coming in the next few weeks. Can I get a rewind? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But someone pointed out, I think it was on Twitter, that, like, so there was the original Mortal Kombat, which was, what, the SNES or the NES... And then mm, I think Mega on Drive, I Mega Drive, and then on PlayStation, I think it was PlayStation One. They did some sort of reboot, and so now they're doing another reboot. And so if you were to say, "Have you played Mortal Kombat One?" You could be talking about three different games. For oh, fuck's sake! <laughs> it totally is like an Xbox One situation in it, or a Battlefield One, where you're like, "Why do that?" There's so many names you could use. I don't know. What have you got against 12? Just call it, it fucking 12. Makes it sound old. But that's a good thing, I think. I think so. It shows it's got history. It's a yeah. storied franchise. 30 years. Yeah. Aye. That's, I know, it just makes it sound old. That's, that's the problem. The only thing I can think is that, well, a lot of these things, like they almost want to turn everything into a platform these days. So maybe if they're like, 
we're not going to re- after we bring out this one we're not going to release another one we'll just keep releasing content for that one that yeah, maybe you yeah. would just want it to be called Mortal Kombat ah, so maybe you just update it with new arenas Aye. and new fighters why couldn't you do that with a fighting game Aye, exactly so really? maybe it's that but maybe I'm giving them too much credit make it like an only I like a yeah, yeah, that, make like it a, a platform, subscription eh? thing or something. Mm. That would be a good thing to do, actually. Like money-wise for them, that would make more sense. Because they could then just keep drip feeding stuff out. Yeah, like every like this week, you've now got fucking. Here comes Dalson for Street Fighter for a well, guest a, appearance. Aye, because like I mean? Mortal Kombat, like is it not? They've got history with like putting like fucking weird celebrities and yes. stuff in it, don't they? Yeah. Or like characters like from like DC or something like that. Yeah, so like yeah. uh, they could do stuff like that and get crossovers and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Like Iron Man comes in for a week. I can't help but feel we've just stumbled upon something cooler than what it's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I think they probably have just decided that they don't want to put twelve in the name, but what we've just come up with is way better. Imagine it was though. You heard cool, it here first. You heard it here first. Folks. I mean we'll just re edit this to make it sound like we had insider information. That's what Jeff Grubb does, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Should we just do that recording right, bit of the right. note? Craig Grubb. What I heard, and I've got a guy, so you can edit this in just right. What I heard is I've got a guy in the know, and he said, and then you can just edit that bit with more comment. Right? Okay. The only other thing you need to do is make sure and leave about four fire escape exits so that if it doesn't happen, that you can go, no, no, I didn't say that, then run away. Um, Stray, the adorable little cat platformer developed by Blue 12 Studio and published by Anna Perner has been rated for Xbox so no official announcement on the port's existence has been confirmed as of this recording but one would expect Sony had a one year exclusivity deal on the game and if so will we likely see it migrate over to the green corner sometime after July 19th that's cool you'll you'll be able to play it finally Andy Stray. stray yeah is it any good yes so and I still haven't played it because Jess played it at launch I was like I think I had like so many other things on at the time and I was like right well it's getting covered anyway because Jess is playing it so I'll get to it eventually and I still haven't well this is your chance maybe when it comes to Xbox yeah but it looked cool as fuck and it's like I don't I mean I love cats you love cats Andy yes Um, yeah no I think you'd definitely really enjoy it one for for Xbox fans to check out hopefully at some point if it's been rated it's coming <laughs> yeah uh, next up according to VGC Deviation Games has been hit with layoffs that sees as many as 90 employees let go the team is currently working on a new IP that was set to be published by Sony CEO Dave Anthony had stated back in 2021 we are setting out to make a huge content rich game with a focus on a lot of action and a lot of energy so is that still happening because is it possible your staff are gone is it possible that this was maybe a, just a big sting operation so you create a studio called deviation games right deviants mm-hmm. this alerts and pulls in some suspect individuals and then you use it as like a sting operation and you arrest <laughs> them all maybe that's why 90 folk have been let go because they've been all huckled maybe for being deviants don't Jeff Grubb heard it here first <laughs> but no it's horrible obviously hearing people lose their job that's a shame um, Sony have been quite cutthroat just now between 
There, so there was yeah, a there, Pixel Opus. Last aye, week. Pixel Opus last week. There's a rumor that a sci-fi game has been uh, been cancelled. Like obviously these games, like Sony will be getting along and having a look at the games and going, these aren't up to our standards. Mm. So it's not we're probably not losing much because it's obviously games that just weren't hitting the quality bar. Yeah. But it does seem like Sony has been getting about doing sort of like gut checks on all the games that are in production and been like, right, no, no, like literally lining them all up and going good guy good guy wank good guy well that's what it seems perhaps yeah, but yeah thoughts with anyone that lost their job amazon in partnership with embracer group has announced a brand new open world mmo set in the lord of the rings universe most interestingly the game will come to consoles and pc and will be developed by amazon's new world team orange county studio if you feel like you've heard something similar before that's because this actually is the company's second attempt at a lord of the rings mmo back in 2019 amazon announced a game based on the popular fantasy series only to cancel it two years later the American tech company has also mentioned how this upcoming MMO is unrelated to the recent Amazon Prime series. I think that Amazon Prime series is supposed to be quite good, the Lord of the Rings thing. Yeah, folk I've been... watched it. I've got it downloaded. To... I've got so much stuff to watch. So... Aye, folk had said it was pretty good. Like, I mean, I'm not interested in MMOs and I'm not interested in Lord of the Rings, so this isn't necessarily for me, but it does, like, if you are making an MMO, I feel like Lord of the Rings is a really good IP to try and use. Like, it's such, it's so deep and, like, it's got so much cachet that this is something you would want to, you would want to do, but we need to wait and see. Like, all the, I mean, you keep hearing about, oh, Amazon's making this game and Amazon's making that game and you're like, right, but we need to actually see if you're fucking capable of any of these, like, mm. these studios that Amazon keep investing in. Like, I don't, to my knowledge, they've not put out anything of any substance yet. No. Yeah. Um, next up. So, remember when Multiverses was going to dethrone Smash Brothers? Well, fresh on the heels of that rip-roaring success, there's a new challenger about to enter the arena. Disney Domination is the title, and as you would expect, a set to come with over 50 characters and arenas and a lounge to share created content, loads of different online modes and an edgy Unreal Engine 5 art style. As with most of the leaks surfacing at the moment, the game is expected to rock up to one of the various conferences over the next month and make a splash. But given the title has reportedly been in development since 2008, no, 2018, uh, release may not be far off. There's so many of these fucking games that are trying to do the Smash Brothers thing. Yeah, I'm not a fan. No, I'm not a fan of Smash Brothers, let alone folk try to copy it. Let alone fucking Disney try to get involved. (laughs) I do like Disney, but You do. Like to be fair, I don't think it's it's not the same team, but Disney have done quite well recently with obviously uh, Dreamlight Valley, Dreamlight and then you were raving with that racing game as mm-hmm. well. So I've no doubt they could maybe put out a good game, but I don't. I, the at the style of game I don't care for these when it's like eight people on a screen just try to smash fuck out each other. It's like ADHD it's the game. Too much, isn't it? I I can't keep up with it. It's just it's for people. A short attention span they just like to spam buttons I've no interest um, Private Division a take to subsidiary has announced a new publishing partnership with Pokemon developer Game Freak the company will publish Game Freak's new action adventure IP Project Bloom the game is pretty far out though and it's expected to release during Take-Two's 2026 fiscal year 
be interesting. That, that game freak, they're not exactly overly well thought of. Like those Pokemon games they've out recently have been absolutely slammed and mm. run like utter shite. So, but to be fair, they're expected to pump one of them out every year on a console that's about as fucking high tech as a toaster. So, aye, maybe if they're making a game for multiple platforms, then aye, see them spread their wings and see what they can do. Horizon Forbidden West has sold 8.4 million copies in just over a year. The milestone was buried in a studio profile on developer Guerrilla Games that was published on the PlayStation blog. Um, But this is the first time we've seen any sales figures for Forbidden West since the sequel debuted in February 22. And according to Sony, the news means that the wider Horizon franchise has now sold more than 32.7 million units worldwide. It's a lot. It's a lot. An awful lot. I love Horizon. Like it's good to see it to see it doing so well. Like it's now one of Sony's biggest ever IPs behind Gran Turismo, Uncharted, Last of Us, Spider Man, and God of War. Like mm-hmm. that's pretty good going for a game that has not been, like a series. Sorry, that has not been around long. Like two thousand seventeen, the first game launched. It's it's not been a long time. I just, I, I go back and forth where I'm like, I don't know. Like, obviously, selling 8.4 million copies is great. That's a fucking lot of copies. Very few games sell that amount. Mm-hmm. But I just, I can't decide if, if that is a great plus or not. Like, I, I just don't know. Like, it sounds like it is. It sounds like it fucking definitely is. But then you go, right, so if they've sold 37, 32.7 million, but they've sold 8.4 million of Forbidden West, then that means they sold 24 million, roughly, of the first game. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, that's over the space of I six years, yeah, right? Yeah, time factor, Aye. surely. So, there's a time factor, but... W- You've also got Forbidden West was bundled with a PlayStation Five. Like mm-hmm. for a long time, you could only buy a PlayStation Five if you bought Forbidden mm-hmm. West with it. Mm-hmm. So, would you expect more than eight point four million after a game where the first entry sold twenty four? Now, obviously, like I say, it's only been out a year, so it will sell loads more copies. But I don't know. Like I, I think it is good, but I think it's maybe not as impressive as it initially seems. Obviously, Forbidden West, sorry, Horizon Zero Dawn did come to PC as well. It sold about three million on PC, where Forbidden West isn't on PC yet. But I just, I don't know. Uh, I get what you're saying. So maybe know, like thirty. Sometimes you expect a sequel to be bigger than the original, and yeah. it obviously hasn't been bigger. Yeah, based on those numbers, only about thirty-five percent of people who've played the original, original have then bought. Uh huh. I see what you mean. Yeah. Because like there was this thing about Xbox, right? To where, date. Like, Aye, so there was a thing about the Xbox Series, right? And it was a tweet that went out and it said, Xbox Series has sold 2 million in the UK in 128 weeks. And the stat was, that's 12 weeks faster than the Switch. And you go, holy fuck. Like, sometimes people say, oh, Xbox Series isn't selling that well. But then you go, fucking hell, it's reached 2 million in the UK faster than the Switch. That's fucking incredible. But then you can frame things the way you want to frame them. Right, you can so, numbers and make them aye, so story. that sounds fucking incredible. But then, it also, that's not as fast as the Xbox One, which was seen as a total disaster. Mm. And so then you go, oh, wait a minute, no, it was because the Switch at first, there was uh, massive 
difficulty in getting the thing and it was a bit of a slow burn. Mm -hmm. And you go, right, okay, so it sounds... As soon as you say something sold faster than the Switch, you go, fucking hell, that must be the biggest success ever. But then you go, oh, but it didn't sell as well as the Xbox One as fast. Holy shit, that's a disaster. And so it's how you frame it, it's how it looks. And I think, obviously, you can do that with everything, so we'll keep an eye out on the numbers, but... And lastly, three final little bits of news. So a Plague Tale Requiem patch has dropped adding 60 FPS performance mode to the game, if you're interested in that. Sony has announced the India Hero Project, an initiative to find talent in the region. And FIFA 23 joined EA Play and Xbox Game Pass on Tuesday. RIP FIFA. Mm-hmm. We've done enough RIP pairs, but this is that's probably the end of support, pretty much, for FIFA. The big reveal of EA Sports FC is coming up next week, next month. Full steam ahead. Let's see what they've got. Interesting to see it. I'm so what, excited. Watch it come out and be the fucking exact same game when your logo be <laughs> fucking raging, man. I think they've been holding stuff back. I've got a wee bit of faith it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. They definitely phoned. I mean, you were saying you played FIFA 23 over the last week. Like, what's your thoughts on it? Like, I still think I think they phoned it in. Um, I'm kind of enjoying it the new, but it's only because I've not played it in like Aye. a year. Yeah, it feels fresh. I just I go back to like don't get me wrong. I know it's not going to be their main priority or anything like that, but it was about July last year they announced a deal with Celtic and Rangers, and they were going to scan every player. The stadiums were going to be put in, oh, and cool. I remember at the time everyone this this is July last year, and everyone was like, "Oh, will it be ready for launch?" And I was like, "I don't think it'll be ready for launch." And then they announced, "I look, it won't be ready for launch, but it'll come after." It's fucking May the next year, not a fucking head scan, let alone a fucking stadium has been added. Mm. And they said it was coming just after launch. Well, they don't like, care now. That's the thing. They, they, they have, Why would they care nah, now? They phoned in FIFA 23. And I think, and fair enough, because they're fucked off with FIFA, so they may as well put all their eggs into the next basket. Yeah. So I'm hoping for a big, a big blowout. I don't... If FIFA used to be my mainstay game like I would, I would play it maybe like an hour or two every day Aye. and I'd maybe go to like a story game for a couple of years yeah. as well but I've just fell out of love with it this, mm. this, this iteration is the first one that I've just kind of like I've not played the game yeah like it's genuinely felt like a waste of money Aye. You know I mean? which it never has before never felt no I always felt as if I got my money's worth it always thought as if like, it was one game I thought I don't mind buying that because I'll get hours of use out of that mm-hmm. And this is the one FIFA that I've went, actually, I could have done with no buying that. Aye. To be honest with you. I've not played it as much as I have in, in past mm. FIFAs. Yeah. I, I remember the day that they announced that Pez was going to be going free to play in that eFootball. And I was like, fuck. Because up until that point, I mean, there wasn't, there was barely a week that I put less than 15 hours into the game. And, or, and if it wasn't, it was because I'd went over to try FIFA and I was putting 15 hours into that. Yeah. Like, I always put multiple hours into a football game every single week. And I knew when fucking uh, Pez went free to play that I'd be like, fuck, this is this is going to knock me off of football games. And I still I still go back to Pez 21 sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I do play it for 10 hours a month. But my, my football game play time has nosedived because it's just... Because whole... you've not got a good game to play anymore. Nah, it's just a shambles now. And hopefully this can bring it back. So Do you know go back to the old ones then? 
Well, that's the thing. Like, I, if I go back, I play PES twenty twenty one on yeah, PC because yeah. with the mods and stuff like, that, I've got fucking nine hundred stadiums and every face and everything like that. So, it, and it's constantly still updated, so I can. It's the same gameplay, but I can get all the new players, all the new stadiums, yeah. all the new, and so it still feels fresh. But there is still that sort of thing where you're like, but I am playing a four year old game. I, but I know what you mean, new. but technically, what else do you really need in a football game? That's true. That's true. Well, hopefully, EA. Just it to be more clever, really. That's Aye. it. And it like to, to react more realistically to you, make it more Better engaging animations. when you're playing it. Aye. Make it not as uh, like a fucking AI. No, that's probably going to be incredible for gaming. You know what I mean? The amount like it's going to be able to learn your the way you play mm-hmm. and adapt it, and just like cheat. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. What I, the thing that I really actually. want with FIFA is more realistic movement. Because yeah. I, I, and I know it. Don't get me wrong. It's not like it's not realistic, but there's certain things about it that just I don't know why they. I, I've got so many hang-ups for it, but it just pulls me out of it. But um, and I think a lot of it is because they are trying to appeal to the online audience, and it is more ar- getting more arcadey because all the fucking ultimate team wankers are like, ah, no, no, it needs to be faster, it needs to be more Twitch based, needs to be more. <laughs> You're like, no, just let it play like a game of football and fucking leave well, us alone. Two, have two modes. Aye. Mm. Simulation and arcade. Exactly. Exactly. Easy. Oh, well, actually, technically, I suppose you kind of have that because you have the customizable sliders. Remember yeah. Them? And to be fair, it does run slower offline than it does online, but yeah, it's just but not slow make, enough for me. You could fuck about with that for oh, a yeah, couple, yeah, couple of hours and find out the exact... Because you can decrease the acceleration, mm-hmm. the, the pass accuracy. You could tailor that to the exact way you want it to play if you knew what you were doing. Oh, and, there's, and there's, about there's YouTubers that I know that like their, their main thing is like career mode and they have videos on use these sliders yeah. and you slow everything down and stuff like that. And I do do it and it certainly helps... Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it doesn't. It doesn't do exactly what I want. But I'm hoping that the next FIFA, the next EA Sports game, will do it. Can I get FIFA right? Can I get fucking Dead Island right? Hey, fuck you! We'll be calling this FIFA for the next ten years. You know who? Well, you'll be there day one. Oh, you still I'll be calling FIFA? Got, got the new FIFA. <laughs> 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 2026 played FIFA again FIFA's like that fucking no call FIFA I bet that fucking Infantino idiot still wouldn't put out a FIFA game though you'll still be trying to find a developer that, you're actually <laughs> you, you joke you joke right but you're absolutely right folk will still call it FIFA it's like when you get like we were talking about earlier but when you get like it's a verb now almost Aye. like when you get a you'll go can I get a Kleenex Kleenex is the brand Aye. you know what I mean like shit like yeah. that that you yeah. just don't you don't think of when you say it like can I get a what's the other one Hoover Aye, that was, that's the one I was thinking of. Aye. Used to always, I, I just, I think I, it was for the longest time I thought Hoover was the name of the fucking vacuum cleaner. Like I didn't realise that was a brand. Yeah, I just assumed. Is that who? I know. Or what's the other one? What's the other one? Is it like Band Aid? I think Band Aid's a brand, but it's oh, a plastic it is, or a bandage, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Stuff like that's weird. <laughs> but that's exactly what happened with you. If you're absolutely right. Okay, that's all for this week's news. We are now going to review Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves, released in 2023. So this is 
bringing the rich world and playful spirit of the legendary role-playing game to the big screen in, I would say, a hilarious and action-packed adventure. Um, it's a story of a charming thief and a band of unlikely adventurers who undertake an epic heist to retrieve a lost relic, but things go dangerously awry when they run afoul of the wrong people. So, first up, who has played Dungeons and Dragons? No, I'm not a fucking nerd. Okay, so... I've had sex. Huh? We've all had sex. We've all touched grass. Great, stop it. Um, <laughs> Touch grass. <laughs> I've been outside and had the sun at my face. <laughs> right, that's not very nice. Okay, I'm just going to say that. Take back what you, rude things you've said about, no. about people. I'm only jesting. Um So yeah, we don't really have. I much don't have paintbrushes that we an understanding <laughs> of. The source material, shall we say? No. Although you actually asked for a fucking said, YouTube video about what Dungeons and Dragons was before we started. Jess was like, "Right, really? I don't, I but don't know fair, what this there is." There was a really good five-minute video that just summed it up, Explained just what it. I needed to know. Yeah. Aye. <laughs> um. So yeah, but I don't Not one think of them I don't think it was necessary to necessary to know. No, the, it wasn't. No, you know, no, no, it no, was no, literally no. a story about. Dungeons and Dragons, almost yeah. like they've used that, barely they've a used, dragon. They've used that. This could film could be anything. Mm-hmm. Ah, they've yeah. used that IP because it is going to get more people in. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, Dungeons and Dragons, but it could be anything. Yeah. yeah. It? It's just a, fan, a fantasy film, isn't it? It's is totally just a random yeah. fantasy film. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the the storyline I'm just going to um follows the a father who's left to raise his newborn daughter on his own after his wife is killed due to his mischievous ways, and he meets an outcast, Holga. They become best friends and they raise the baby together, but then they set out on a mission to find a magic stone that's going to bring the mother back to life. They're caught, imprisoned, and the daughter's taken by a friend to raise her, and the father and Holga need to sort of find a way out of jail, track down the daughter, restart their life, rebuild, and all that jazz. So, what shall we talk about first? Casting? Chris Pine's really good. Yes. I thought he was really funny. A great lead. I loved all the casting, to be fair. Like Chris Pine was really good, funny throughout. Like I said, I'm not a mass. You said the same. Not a massive fan of Michelle Rodriguez, just because she has a sour face bastard. Yeah, but I but think it she, fits the character. Yeah, she, yeah, embra- she, has that she embraces what made her kind of famous in this role. Yeah. I think she, you know she's the tough warrior chick, and her fighting scenes were really good. The you know, she were great. like yeah. she yeah. did it well. What she was, yes. you know, the character she yeah. was playing. The, the fighting scenes felt really visceral, mm-hmm. didn't they? They were really, really good. I, I really liked them. I thought the wee lad, the wee wizard guy, that, Smith. I, the, the guy from Pokemon, mm-hmm. I liked him. He's always quite funny. I think his, he's, he's got a charm about him. His accent really upset me mm. because, no? I don't know, I, I just felt like he he was, he a, is a American, he is American, isn't he? He's and was plain Alexa. English, but it just... <laughs> I didn't really notice. I thought it was alright. I thought it was alright. I didn't notice so much. Didn't he stick out for me? Yeah. And then the other girl, I thought she Sophia didn't. Sophia Lillis. She um, didn't she... stand out as much no. to me, but I thought she was good. But she just, I don't know. She like, didn't have much to do though. Aye, Chris Pine was like really funny, and then I thought that Justice Smith played off him really well in a comedy sort of manner, and then 
uh, Michelle Rodriguez did really well playing the sort of straight woman yes. to their bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she, she was almost like a fourth hanger on. Like, she was good, don't be wrong. Like, I thought she played her role well, but mm-hmm. she was less of a focal point, I would have said. Who, Michelle Rodriguez? No, the other oh, girl, the, the young the girl. The shapeshifter guy. Yeah, yeah, totally. Aye, totally. Although one of the coolest scenes in the film, and granted it was nothing to do with her, it was all CGI, but see when she was escaping the castle and mm-hmm. she turned into like about 50 different animals, yeah. that whole oh, scene see, was cool as fuck, I thought. Right, I, it was really well done. I thought it was cool, but did you not think, like, what stood out for me was the CGI was a wee bit dodgy, the deer, would you turn into the deer? I think mm. the CGI was great at that point. Mm. Like, but, if I was like that, that looks a bit shanky. There was, there was bits... I didn't notice it at that point, but what I did think was there was certain times where there was like, obviously there was like creatures in this film, and at certain points you were like, that looks like a guy in a really shit mask. Like there was, there was a couple done, of bits like that. Bit done, bits done better than others. Yeah. As if they've had to I, rush certain bits yeah. than I, other I bits. Did, I definitely felt and that. And I felt yeah. that with the deer, because I felt like that whole, the whole shooting of that scene and the way it was played out was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. But when it got, and I never noticed anything until it got to the deer, and when it got to the deer, and especially when it was kind of when it was jumping, right, it just felt dead weird the way it jumped. It was almost floating. It was mm. just didn't look right to me, right. And it just, and I was like, that looked fucking shanky as fuck, man. Yeah, it's interesting to say that. There was a bit later on, um, towards the end actually, and like I don't know, on reflection now that we're talking about it, like I was thinking at the time I was watching it, like oh, I wonder how they've done that, and I wonder how mm. they filmed it, and that's probably because it probably wasn't as well done. As maybe you know, what I mean, I'm yeah. I'm thinking about how they've made it as mm-hmm. I'm watching it, which is probably because it's not good enough to be yeah. just so immersed, immersive that I'm like, uh huh. Right, because there was some bits that were amazing, and that when the dragon finally came out, the big mm-hmm. fat dragon, mm-hmm. well, that was amazing. Uh, at that point, I was like, thank fuck, there is actually a dragon in this. <laughs> I know because I was starting to worry. <laughs> and then they're, they're actually in a dungeon as well. But like when that dragon comes out, and then you start getting those shots, like it's quite like a pulled back shot so you get to see the scale of the dungeon mm-hmm. it's all that kind of like depth of field and all that kind of shit mm-hmm. and that looked fucking amazing yeah. but then it was just other bits that looked really fucking weirdly shit yeah. not well, not shit that's that's fucking harsh just a wee bit not as good as the other bits mm-hmm. and it stood yeah. out to him a wee bit yeah. and Hugh Grant we've not mentioned him I think he did a he really brilliant. good job I just I've got a new appreciation for him I think he was always a good actor, but it was he was never in stuff that I massively appreciated. It was rom coms. Aye. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas now I feel like he's got to an age where he's like, I'm just gonna take the piss out of myself. Mm-hmm. And like there was that Operation Fortune recently, I thought he was the absolute highlight in that. He plays a similar comedic and charming villain in that yeah. as well. Which he did in the, in this film. Because so. beforehand, all you really get an impression of Hugh Grant was this kind of took himself too oh, seriously. Oh, oh, oh geez, gosh, golly, mm. got, got that like that kind of thing in the rom com style way, mm. and I it was like fucking can't take this anymore. Yeah. Do you think funny. this film would have worked without this sort of humour and sharp wit that it had, or no. would it have just been boring, bland? Oh, been boring as fuck. fuck. Uh. The whole point of this, like the whole reason I liked this film was is because it took the piss with itself. Yeah. And that scene, like I text you, that scene in the graveyard yeah. mm-hmm. where they had to ask the guys the five questions. Five questions. It was hilarious. Yeah. Like the first bit when they got up and the, like, the way they work it, where they ask, he's obviously asking the other people questions, but it counts as a question. 
for the, the yeah. dead guy and they don't he realize just keeps it and it. then he just fucking falls down right. and he, I forget what the line was for the it's somebody's like get the said, shovel does, no he goes does that count as a question and the guy goes yes and then he, just goes, <laughs> then he fucking goes down and I was absolutely buckled in that bit it was right. so funny and it just he says something like get the shovel and then it cuts to they've get like a bit, they've dug up about 50 guys because he's obviously had to go through this so many times it's so good yeah it was really good cut really well the editing was really good because mm. like the editing helps with that the fast editing of yeah. like him like that going does that count as a question yes but get the shovel bang cut to the next bit like mm-hmm. that the editing that bit like made it yeah. even funnier and I think the film all in was very well paced as well yeah. it was yeah enough drama and suspense and then yeah yeah and anyway, the way they started the story with him like it was at the tra- I thought the whole story was going to play like that with him recapping the story and they were going to come back at the very end okay, and he'd still yeah. be regaling the story right. in the, the parole story. bit. Uh-huh. That's the way I thought it was going to play out. But obviously they escaped, but mm. like, I thought that was a cool way of starting the That was funny, that escape. Because they've, so the whole time he's waiting on is is Jonathan, Jonathan going, is Jonathan going to appear, and then this fucking <laughs> ridiculous looking Jonathan appears, and he's like they just grab onto him and they jump out, and then the probe was like we're gonna parole you, we're we're gonna let you out, we've approved the parole, <laughs> Jonathan. <laughs> it happens again at the end when they grabs him and he's like Jonathan <laughs> but they've obviously bricked up the window yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice right that was a good callback yeah mm-hmm. I, I also liked I didn't know how they pronounced him but it was so on IMDB he's listed as I think it's called Zenk X Inc the, the guy that they go to to get the helmet mm-hmm. and so he also oh, plays very stone faced yeah, guy so he also plays a kind of straight guy and I loved yeah. the bit when um, it's when he's walking uh, away. Aye, but it's right before that when they go, the guy's like, "Oh, would you not come with us and help us? I mean, you're literally the better at this. you're better at everything than us except talking because <laughs> <laughs> he can't communicate." And then he goes, "No, I have to go." And then he starts walking away, and they're like, "Look at him there walking away." It's amazing how he just walks so straight and he's then walking like, in such a straight like, oh, there's a rock there's a is rock what's he going to do is he going to go is he going to round no he's just going to go right over it and he does he's just like not even breaking stride <laughs> just like steps over the rock it's such a big rock and he just walks <laughs> straight then, like, over the scene after you can see them doing the next scene and uh-huh. he's still walking in the background <laughs> see they never drew attention that me and Castles both brought that up and it was really funny because yeah you're right they cut away and you're not you even just see him blood in the background. in the background. He's still just he's still walking just away. Walking straight, and it's like he's literally about to walk into the side of a wall, like a fucking like mountainside. <laughs> it's hilarious. And it reminded me of when they're like, "Look at him there, standing perfectly vertical." <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it was. I I really enjoyed that bit. Um, so. Apparently, this is from Castles, I'm taking his word on it. He says that there was a Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. Now, again. There was a Dungeons and Dragons film before this. I, I touched way too much grass to know about this. But um, so apparently, there was a reference when they're in the maze. So the five people that get the weapon out of the box at first, apparently, they look almost identical to the people from the cartoon. And that was oh, like some right. sort of Easter egg callback. Like, I, Again, I'm taking his word on it because I never saw it. Yeah. But yeah. apparently that was a callback. Again, I've had contact with a vagina, so I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I was I was really 
I was really surprised by this. So the film came Fucking out. Folk would love Dungeons and Dragons. Are gonna hate. It. I know. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. I don't know if they will because. So the the film has a really good review on IMDb. Most people enjoyed it, but it was interesting that like I wasn't massively looking forward to covering this film because I don't like Dungeons and Dragons stuff, and I thought I don't particularly like fantasy stuff, and I thought this isn't going to be for me. I didn't realize it was because I thought it was going to be like played straight. I didn't realize it was funny. Mm-hmm. As soon yeah. as there was humor in it, I was like excellent i'm yeah, gonna enjoy yeah. this yeah. yeah but previous to us watching it i had seen multiple people on twitter be like i walked out of the cinema what i went to the cinema to see this i love dungeons and dragons and i was so ready for this i cannot believe they did this i fucking hate it and i walked out at least three people i saw that i follow saying they walked out of the cinema I, they, I bet with their one because I'd obviously fans aye. they're wanting like a Warhammer style film they must have been aye. like a serious take on it yeah so I think what I, I think what they'll be angry and don't be wrong I can get this as well is that Dungeons and Dragons has sort of been like their thing mm-hmm. and what they've done with this film is they've been like they've let's op- aye, let's open this up to the mainstream put the human in it this is going to do box office numbers yeah. and i can understand people that love the source material being like fuck you mm. but i'm in the mainstream media side and i really liked it so <laughs> fuck you no, no. i thought i watched a funny less funny take Aye. on it than a fucking bone as fuck i've not seen the, the original film but like because the original one's got like jerry Myers and all that kind of shit all right I imagine that's a probably a series one. Probably, I think aye. it was like two, two like early two thousands. Mm. The first one came out, and I bet you it's shit. Mm. You know what I mean? Aye. You know it's like an early two thousands fantasy film, very serious. So I think we had discussed covering it before as part it? of gaming movie section, but we've thought better of it. Dismissed it. I think fuck. Yes. Yes. No, I did laugh quite a lot at this. It was I did I did enjoy it. Yeah. Same yeah. like you say, Agreed. like I'm not I didn't think going into it I would enjoy it. Me neither. F- I didn't do much research yeah, either. Yeah, um but I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Mm. So I'm gonna go for a four. So ma. Yeah, four for me. Mm. Four for me. I was I was really surprised. I just that but <laughs> every time I just I keep seeing that fucking big ferret. Jonathan <laughs> That was so funny. <laughs> Uh, yeah, four for me. Really enjoyed it. Thought it was I'm really so, good. I'm not so much a fan of Chris Pine as well, but like he was, he has getting some stuff though. You know, I mean, it's, it's no, mm. it's like you can't deny that he's a good actor, and so, he's got quite good comic comedic timing as well. Yeah, I meant to look this up and I didn't, and so in fact, I'll do it right now because it'll take two seconds. But do you not think that? Chris Pine, especially in that film, looked exactly like the main guy out of, out of Team America. Holy fuck, aye, you're absolutely right. With every it. It's time, just the eyebrows really in it. Aye, every single time I yeah. saw Team America, I was wondering if Chris Pine had anything to do with the film, but he didn't. He didn't because it was the South Park guys. Yeah, you're right. It's the, it's the eyebrows always get very like pronounced eyebrows. Yeah. Like slugs. But it just, it looks so much like him. And every time yeah. I saw him in this film, I just kept thinking Team America, <laughs> which obviously made me laugh more as well. Because he's square-jawed as well. Aye, probably. Yeah. 
I'll show you a picture of Jess, but he looks, I mean, in Team America, it's like puppets, but he looks exactly like Chris Pine. Like, they must have been trying to make him look like Chris Pine. Although Chris Pine probably didn't look like that then, so maybe he's not. he got the quiff as well. Aye. Aye. Everything kind of was. Yeah. Yeah, you can see, you can totally see that. But yeah, very oh, good. Very oh, good stuff. What's yeah. the film for next week? Oh. oh. TBD? TBD. We'll put it out on, put it out on socials. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is all for this week. Sorry, it's a bit of a long one, but I hope we've enjoyed the content in the chat. Give us some feedback. Good. Five motherfucking stars. A wee paragraph about how great we are. I can want to fuck actually. Just, <laughs> just use Chat GPT uh, to write you, your if review. If you can't think uh, of something exactly. nice to say, then get AI to do it for you. <laughs> if you're gonna, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, I'll, I sympathise with folk because there's podcasts and things that I love, but I don't leave a review for them. I don't even like stuff like posts I actually like. Yeah. I don't know why I don't do it. Yeah. I don't the click the... But fucking day for us. Yeah. <laughs> right? Stop being I'm lazy. A, I'm, I know I'm being a hypocrite here. I don't do it for other folk. But now I'm talking about me. Right? Do it for us. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you and good night. Bye.